Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. On this week's episode, I'm joined by Anne with the funny last name, who will tell us all about her improvisational journey. We'll play a couple games and most importantly, learn how she improved her life. Let's hit it. Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lee Evans. And tonight, I am joined by the incredibly talented master of Missouri, <laughs> skilled artisanal chef, expert of musicals from the 1980s, and with the funny last name, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight, Anne. <laughs> wow. Thank That's you. a lot of accolades. But a few of your many accolades, <laughs> I think. But a few, but a few. How are you doing this evening, Anne? I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. This yeah. is fun. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's uh, what can I say? This is, I feel like you're a guest that I should have had like 50 episodes ago. <laughs> but it's just you know the it's timing. Okay. The timing just our time is yeah, now. Our time is now. We 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 needed what we needed up till now, and here we are. And here we are. <laughs> so, Anne, I got a question for you. Yes. I'm looking at this old sign here that one day will be fully lit. One day. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah. How do you uh how do you know this old place? How did she get started here? Just like ah. give me like two to three sentences. Okay. I I bombed an audition for a game show. Wow. <laughs> so twenty five words or less, mm. season one, episode mm. well uh, spoiler alert, I ended up making it on the game show. So Whoa. I'm on episode eighty nine. However, uh I there were several uh auditions along the way mm. and one of them to finally be on the show, I blew it. And mm. a friend and I had talked about um, doing improv. Yeah. And I went home that night and I was like, we have to go <laughs> this week because I couldn't think on my feet. Yeah. Um, and so shout out to Stephanie, mm. um, who, yeah, shout we uh, we we came together the next night and started in Benjamin's class mm -hmm. on Wednesdays. And that was August of 2019. August. And yeah. yeah. In the before times. In the before, yes. <laughs> whispers, rumors, tall tales of such a place. And so that Saturday, yeah. I was brought back to the game show and filmed an episode and mm. get to find it on YouTube. Wow. And <laughs> you were like, eight. I got this now. Yeah. Well, and my um, my celebrity partners were mm. Jane Lynch and Ross Matthews. Oh, wow. So I had like these yeah. icons yeah, on I mean, my couch. And Jane Lynch, great improviser. Oh, right. Gosh. So good yeah. and just kind and delightful and funny and smart. And yeah, yeah. Oh, it man. was a blast. That's, so that sounds like a good crew to be with. Yes, yeah. it was. Yes. And uh, hosted by Meredith Vieira. The other uh, couch was the, my opponents were Christella Alonzo, also a mm. brilliant comedian. I follow religiously now and Josh Wolf. Um, so who's going to be in Netflix as a joke festival in a couple oh, yeah. months. Oh yeah. Um, April, May. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It was wow. a fun time. Wow. Wait, did you, <laughs> did you win? You'll have to watch and find out. <laughs> I got to find episode 89. <laughs> episode 80. 25 words or less. Episode yeah. nine. 89. That I was in a season one though. Cause now it was a show that kept going through mm. the pandemic cause they filmed wow. it with people in their own separate pods and they could keep it kind of, Oh yeah. They could make it work. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. Yeah. I mean, 89 episodes in at least one season. is pretty crazy. There were like 160 the first season. It was crazy. Oh was my crazy, gosh. That's, but, 
<laughs> That's an unapproachable. Yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of, yeah. lot, a lot of time in that studio yeah. for Meredith Vieira. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. But hey, that, that's got to be fun, though. Yeah. I mean, maybe they get tired after a while, but for the guests, good times. One good time, times. one and done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they might bring you back. Maybe so. Yeah, twenty-five words or less. All stars. All star or like tournament of champions. Yeah, yeah. Go, like Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, yes, exactly. Go. Awesome. All right. Well, before we get uh, more into talking about this little play, Sam, we got to play some three things because I've been doing my research, uh, <laughs> you know, as always, had a little fun with that. But don't worry, we're not going to press too much. Okay. We got some good stuff here. Uh, so you know how to play three things. I'll you. give you three categories. You tell me three things from each one. All right, here we go. Your first category. These are three things. Just Midwest things. Oh, the gateway arch. One. Gooey butter cake. Two. Uh... Ted Drew's frozen custard. Three, very nice. <laughs> Those are all St. Louis things, actually, but it's okay. St. Louis is in the Midwest. That counts, yeah. I mean, it's all there. Uh, second category, guitar chords. Oh, uh, D minor. One. Uh, e major. Two. And uh, D7. Three. Ooh, very nice. Yes. Last category, musicals uh, you attended between 1985 and 1995. <laughs> I might have that date range wrong. You're doing great. Yeah. Oh, gosh. The Music Man, multiple times. One. Uh, cats. Two. And mm, seven brides were seven brothers. Three. These, These are, are three things. things. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. I got to circle back to that first category. Yes. Um, I said just Midwest things. What? Why did I give you that category? Because I am Midwest born and bred and go. proud of it. There yeah. you go. Every, and, and it's very much part of my being out here in LA. Uh, every stranger is a friend I haven't met yet. You bring someone, though, instead of bringing a casserole, like if someone dies or, or has a baby, mm. I do risotto. I've, I've modified that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah you, you bring yeah. the food, you give people rides to the airport. Yeah. These are just things that are, are what you do. fundamental values of my life. But yeah, so I grew up in St. Louis, lived in the same house my whole life till I went up to college, and wow. I did college in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Mm, go blue. Um, thank you. I know we've had a good year. Yeah. Though yeah. maybe cheated. Mm. Eh. Well, no, uh, Coach Harbaugh didn't know about that. Well, I, and I say, like, if if we are truly the leaders and best, which is how we are described in our own fight song, mm. we should own up to if we if we did it. I'm very yeah. alone in that. Sorry to if there's any Wolverines listening to the I think podcast, that's true. but um, but yeah, it's been. I actually got to. I was at the Rose Bowl uh, oh, working. Wow. I was I was getting paid to be at the Rose Bowl oh, this year, which yeah. was great. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so lived in Ann Arbor for a few years after I graduated, stuck mm. around, and then moved out here from there. So when I moved to LA, I said I was Ann from Ann Arbor, mm. so that people could remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, love that yeah, the Midwest has its its glories and its problems, but I'm glad to have been raised there. Yeah. All right, I got a couple Midwest questions for you. Kay. Totally tangential. Well, Kay. one, okay. I'm going to circle back to Michigan real quick. Okay. All I'm going to say is uh, I'm hoping I'm a Chargers fan. Uh, I want them to hire Coach Harbaugh. Oh, He's here in L.A. interviewing literally right now. No. His second round. You can't take him. I, look, I've had a life of misery being a fan of that team. I need something. I did work the Chargers Cowboys Monday night football game oh, as well. I'm sorry. Yeah. You had to watch him play. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. that one. I was in the booth. Oh, good. With Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Oh, like 10 feet from in case anything yeah. In case they needed anything, huh. they didn't need anything. So yeah. I just got to like watch the game from mm. the booth and like play on my phone. I did give Troy his dinner. And go. then there's this guy, 
John, who is like a retired referee who like mm. signals all the calls. He was delightfully kind. Oh, yeah. And a Midwesterner as well. Hey, there you go. So Connections. I was like, yes. So how, how did Joe Buck's hair plugs look close up? Oh, I don't. Well, he's our hometown hero. You can't don't I, don't I, I mess don't. with my dude. I like Joe Buck. I just <laughs> I remember. I think a few years ago, people were like, "Whoa, Joe Buck's hair is looking different." Oh, no, I did. I, I mean, did he's in sports media. It's like you, know, yeah, you gotta yeah. have good hair. Yeah, it's he's a, you know, tough, it's a aging man. That's a, oftentimes a problem you gotta you gotta face. I I don't. Yeah, <laughs> it gets passed through your mother though. So yeah, that's true. So you can blame them. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. great, perfect. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's my Michigan question. Um, yes. Gooey butter cake, ten out of ten. Oh, you had it. Yes. I oh, did. yeah. I at my, at my it. house, it was. I'd never had it before. Oh. I was like, this is this is a, a revelation. I'm uh, so glad. Yeah. Just yeah, more, more folks need to get out there. Yeah. No, it's well, it. and there's a chocolate version as well that oh, my aunt no. makes. I have well, not. Don't tell me that. I know. <laughs> did Did you guys get there? I'll give you the recipe. It's so easy, unless you don't want to, unless you only want to have it once a year. <laughs> I, I mean, yes, but no. <laughs> well, and you can get it. I think it's California Pizza Kitchen. Really? Now CPK. has a dessert called butter cake, which oh. is just St. Louis gooey yeah. butter cake. At California Pizza <laughs> I Kitchen. I know, but <laughs> it, at least for a while they had it. I don't know if they still do, yeah. but a couple years ago. And mm-hmm. I was just like, good to know. You stole this from a St. Louis. Uh, I'm so. a CPK fan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Good yes. to know. Um, shoot. What's my other question? All right. Two Midwest questions. Uh, my mom is from the Midwest. She's from uh-huh. Wisconsin. So uh-huh. I got some, I got some Midwest in me. Um, been back there a couple times. Uh, Piggly Wiggly. We didn't have those in Missouri or Michigan, Shame. but I do. I've watched movies and look okay. about them. <laughs> there you go. I'll take it. I'll take it. And then, uh, drinking fountains. What, what is, is there a Midwest vernacular term for drinking fountains? Uh, we just call them drinking fountains or Damn. water fountains. Okay. Well, though other places, so there was several years back and I'm actually fairly obsessed with it. It's gone now and I'm rather sad. Mm. There was a, a vernacular like dialect quiz you could take on the New York times oh, and it yeah. would literally pinpoint where you were from on a map mm. based on this, the, the words that you that used. That sounds great. It yeah. was amazing. And I would yeah. have so many people take it. I'm like, no, 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 trust me. Like try it because St. Louis in St. Louis, we say soda and not pop, mm. but everywhere oh, around yeah, St. Louis says, by pop. Is there, everyone else says pop. Yeah. And so, uh, but then along with, there were things like, what do you call the stretch of grass between the sidewalk and the street? Do you have a term for that? Mm. What do you call it when it's raining and the sun is shining at the same time? There were terms like the devil is beating his wife. And um, yeah, it was super fascinating. Like, um, yeah. Right. And do you call, like a drinking fountain can be called a bubbler yeah, or, that's you what know, my mom used to call it. Okay. Like so maybe it's yeah. a Wisconsin thing. Yeah. Maybe. Um, so, but yeah, you could take this quiz yeah. and all these questions about like, what do you call the shoes that you're wearing? Mm. I would call them tennis shoes. Yep. That's what, yeah, um, that's what we said growing which up. Which I'm like, why are they tennis shoes? Yeah. Like, are we playing tennis yeah, in those? I, was like, I don't, I've never played tennis. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. But sneakers or, yeah. you know, yeah. And then Coke, what do you call it? Do you call it soda, pop, Coke? Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's. I've tried to find it more recently, and it's gone now. It's very sad. That's a shame. That sounds so, like a fun quiz. I know. Maybe yeah. maybe someone can find it in the depths of Google and yeah. let us know. Bring it back. Yeah, please. Bring it back. New York Times, what are you doing? Yeah, what 100%. What are you, why? That's a shame. Real yeah. shame. All right. So drinking fountains are drinking fountains. Or drink, water fountains. Drinking fountains. Water fountain. Soda, drinking fountains. Soda, drinking. Yep. And uh, last thing I'll add on that, 
I've always wanted to see the arch. I haven't been there. Would like to see it. That's so I'm gonna say. I saw. Gosh, I'm, uh, sorry. I'm taking you on a million tangents. I love it. I watched. Do you know Percy Jackson? <laughs> I I know of it. I've never like read the book or seen seen a movie. But. There, there's a pivotal scene in the first book that takes place at the arch. Oh, then I need to read it. And it's uh, it's actually they're Disney's doing a TV show of it right now. It's okay. It's but did they go to the arch? They did. So oh, that like episode that. recently aired, and I was like, oh, there. Did they film it like in San? Okay, so I, I believe so. It. Okay, yeah. I'll check it out. If that was not real, I would be shocked. Okay. Yeah. So it is it's pretty cool. Six hundred and sixty some odd feet tall. Mm. Um, no one died building it, which is kind of a big deal. That's, There's a document. That's actually, pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. It is. A, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. It is not for you mathy nerds out there, mm. like if you're like me, um, it's not a perfect parabola because mm. it does go straight up at the at the feet. Right. So it's, yeah. it's not a function. Yeah. Um, I was a math teacher before, so. <laughs> no biggie. <laughs> but I did get a job by teaching about the, the arch as a parabola, but ah, not a parabola. So no. uh, it worked out for me. But, um, and you can actually, you can go up in it. So there are these little pod, like egg cars that mm. f- barely fit five adults, but they try it. And you start underneath, underground, and then you ride up to the top. And like the top is like curved, yeah. Um, and there's like a little observation deck up there. It's really fun to be up there mm. during a Cardinals baseball game because you can oh, see wow. into the stadium. It's oh, fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a. And I, lo- I actually really love the documentary about the building of the arch. Mm. It's a really interesting. Um, yeah, because um, Saarinen was the guy who designed it, mm. um, and so it talks about his involvement. And anyway, yeah. I'm so nerdy. Cool. That sounds awesome. <laughs> just the pods and like, just the fact yes. that you can go up in it too. It's like, it's not just something to look at, but you can experience it. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. And yeah, the underneath is the museum of Westward expansion, which mm. I haven't been back to since I've been doing some of my like anti-racism. Yeah. Interpersonal inter- inter- manifest destiny. You're like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's probably a little problematic <laughs> now. Yeah. Uh, I'd be curious to see what the indigenous folks have to say. Yeah, but, if that's um, changed at all. <laughs> yeah, not so sure. But yeah. um, St. Louis can be a little slower on that kind of thing. But uh, but yeah, so there's yeah there's a museum underneath, and there was always every Fourth of July there was a big fair downtown mm. all weekend um, under the arch, and there would be air shows where like the Harrier. Is it the Harrier? My dad would be mad. He designs these things. The Harrier, the whatever the one hovers, the B yeah. two, whatever airplane hovers. Dad, tell me. I don't know. Um, <laughs> would like hover like under the arch, and they do oh fireworks gosh. under the arch. Under the, like not actually between the legs, but oh, like okay. you'd get a you'd get a good vista. It was oh, yeah. over the river. You could um, get like the angle right exactly. I was so. picturing it was like, guys, we're gonna fly through the hoop now. <laughs> I think it's illegal arch. to like fly underneath. I yeah. think there's actually a law about that. That, but then people sense. do it and have gotten arrested anyway. I was gonna yeah. say there's probably yeah, folks are like, all right, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Yeah, a helicopter tour or something. Oh, that could be fun. Yeah, that's. I could see why they'd say don't do that. <laughs> people, yeah, not smart. This is one one person. It just takes one person to be like, hey guys, look at me. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Just yeah. the one. No yep. questions. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
No. It's yeah. Fine. All right. Um, so that second category, uh, what did we talk about? We talked about guitar chords. Why did I ask oh, you about guitar chords, Anne? Because I play the guitar. Mm. And you said, what? You said D minor, E major. Which I actually can't play. So maybe that's why I said that. I was like, it's what? It's a hard, I don't, I'm not good at that one. The D minor, E major, and then D7? D7. I, I do love a good, I love D7. I love A7. I love those, like, uh, yeah, those blue notes, the, mm. the flat, the flat sevens. I really do like those. Though, which I probably learned more about from piano. So I started on piano mm. when I was five. Um, I did like violin through school a little bit, but yeah. then started French horn in fifth grade and played that through actually sophomore year of college. Oh, wow. And then, uh, yeah, peak of my career, I was not a music major in college, but my I made it into the last chair in the lowest ensemble of music majors at the University of Michigan. So I was the worst French horn at the University of Michigan as a non-music major. So we had really good horn parts that mm. semester, so it was pretty fun. Um, yeah, and my, my essay to get into Michigan, I said I wanted to be the first female drum major of the Michigan marching band, but then I never did marching band, so it was too cold. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's tough out there. But my yeah. guitar I started in college, mm. I actually, I, I can always remember, I learned my first chords the same day as the Columbine shooting, which is a horrible thing to remember. It's but probably why you remember. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was the last day of classes for us. So it happened to also be the same day as that. And um, yeah. I'm not very good. I can basically just play chords. Um, and I, I don't like pick very much even or, but it's been, um, as someone who learned a lot of music by notes, Guitar is something I can learn more by ear. Mm. And so therefore it's been something that's connected me a little bit more to my heart. Whereas like instruments I played through notes were more about my brain. So it's been, uh, uh, and that's how I also learned that I could kind of write songs. And so I started writing more on the guitar and now I've started writing more on piano. So, Uh, but yeah. Mm. Uh, If it helps at all, I remember that I I had a best friend whose birthday was on 9-11. So oh, was, I know. I so do it's have kind a of one of those memories. Who, yeah. yeah, where you're yeah. Like, ah. yeah. And then yeah. you felt bad after that. Cause, yeah. Well, actually, I was born the day the stock market crashed, well, like many years later, but like mm. the 1929. Oh, October yeah. October 29th is the day. Don't. Oh, I, that's, int- I just made it. Well, I've been very protective of my birthday for many yeah. years for a variety of reasons. But anyway, yeah. well, now you know. Yeah. Uh, but yes, 1929, stock market crash. Mm. Anyway, yeah, yeah, days that live in infamy. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. rough. Alas. Right. Shall we change the subject? Yeah, Any, so that third category. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three, three tough days to me. I mean, stock market, not nearly as bad as those other two. Yeah. I mean, still bad. Well, yeah. well like, it's sort of like the Great Depression. People. Yeah, yeah I mean, actually, though, I was like, I well, mean, it's <laughs> a, a historically bad time in history for everyone. Yeah. Pretty, I yeah. know. Most so actually, yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Well, there's, I know. So, uh, so but musicals. we're here now. We yeah. made it. We made it. Yeah. Yes. Musicals, uh, that third category. What yes. asked you about musicals? So yeah. in, in St. Louis, yeah. there's such a theme. Mm. Um, there's an outdoor theater called the Muni Opera mm. uh, that has about 12,000 seats. Uh, and every week Beautiful. in the summer, they would put on a different musical for about eight weeks. Um, and the great thing about St. Louis, one of the other great things, um, maybe I should lead a tour there after this is all over. Let's go. You're Um, selling it for me. I'm like, (laughs) there, there are free seats at the back of it. 
Wow. So you can go, you camp great. out, you like bring a picnic. Um, and it's a suit. Yeah. Can, can I, can I go off on this? Yes. This, this right here, that's how theater needs to be <laughs> like accessible. That's the problem with Broadway is that it's expensive. It's only in one place. And like people aren't exposed to theater and like the power of it because it's so exclusive. Yeah. All right. No. Sorry. And Just that's, to say that. it's no, one of my 100%. With the art form. And so in St. Louis, the art museum is free. The zoo is free. The history museum is free. Wow. The like the the arts are free in St. Louis. That's incredible. And it's and again, that was a value that I grew up with. Yeah. And and my mom had grown up in the city of St. Louis. I grew up in the suburbs, as did all my friends. Mm. And so I knew a lot more about the city than a lot of my friends because yeah. of my mom. And yeah. um yeah. And so she taught me to to love a lot of things about the city. Mm. And so, yeah, there's a lot, you can have a lot of arts exposure in St. Louis for free, which is nice. As long as people don't look at you suspiciously because you're not white, there is that. But yeah, so there it's problematic and it can be lovely. So, uh, but yeah, so the Muni opera uh, short for the municipal opera Mm. uh, would do musicals in the summer. When I was like six and seven, we went to like two shows. Uh, And then from when I was eight to when I was 18, um, which we now also told everyone how old I am. <laughs> so now we, but uh, uh, I we had season tickets. So mm, Monday nights, nice. which was opening night, um, we'd go and my mom would, because she didn't want to waste her money, yeah. would buy the tapes, uh, the cassette tapes oh. to put in the car, because also that's the era yes. that it was, um, of the musical so that we can learn all the words. Mm. Um and so we wouldn't fall asleep yep. uh, and she wouldn't waste her money. Yeah. And when I was very young, I mean, cause it the same people, St. Louis can be a very traditional place. Mm. And so the same people would buy the same seats year after mm. year after year. Yeah. Um, and they put on the same musicals a lot of times, like the music man. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, but boy. like, yeah. so these it was super kind ladies sat in front of us. Mm. And when I was very young, I would actually just like stand behind them because I was short enough. And they would kind of part themselves so that oh, I could see well. So and nice. um, yeah. yeah. And so then when I was in... Uh, that 4th of July festival had their own <laughs> marching band. Mm. Um and then at the end of Music Man, my senior year, when I was the drum major of that extra marching band, mm-hmm. uh, we came out as like the miracle band at the oh, end of yeah. uh, at the end of, of Music Man when it's like he did it. There were seventy six <laughs> trombones. And yeah, we came out. We played seventy six trombones. So yeah, so then we were on the stage, and it's yeah, actually the cool. largest backstage in the entire world. Wow! There are trees, real trees, on the stage that um, are insured for millions of dollars because if they fall over, it takes out everything. Makes sense. Um, yeah. And with the schedule that they have, like having. Um, shows all summer there are like uh, midnight rehearsals mm, so like right. you know if there's a show going on then the next show for the next week rehearses after um, Crazy. so yeah. anyway yeah it was a really special so like if I there was a show I really liked when I went on Monday with my family I'd go like later in the week with my friends and bring the picnic and all the things so mm. yeah but so I and it was something my mom grew up in St. Louis, but she didn't really grow up doing that. And I think it was something she wanted to give to us that she didn't have. And, um, yeah, so I can like, so it's a tradition now when I enter the state of Oklahoma on a road trip, I 
sing the musical Oklahoma yes. from start to finish. Oh, I love that. Uh, because I can. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so there's a lot of, so too. there are a lot of musicals in this brain, um, oh. or at least parts of them yeah. because we got the tapes and I learned the yeah. songs. And, yeah. yeah. So I think too, did you sometimes listen to the tapes before you went to the musical? Always. Yeah. Which I think that's good. Cause if it's your first time seeing it, hearing the music, you don't always know what they're saying. Sometimes it moves too fast. Sound quality, diction, like all these things. So like if you, if you do a little studying, oh, really improves the experience. 100%. So, and there were times, because it was Monday night, they were still, and it was opening night, they were still working out a lot of the kinks. Yeah. And so there were, I remember one time, there's this guy, Tommy Toon, who's like- Oh my he, gosh, he, yeah. Tommy Toon. I love that you know that. Yeah. Okay, so for those of you who don't know- <laughs> Shame. Yeah. He's he's probably old now. I wonder yeah. if he's still or so he's probably still around. But yeah, I bet he's. Um, so he's like six foot six and a tap dancer mm. and a singer. And he was in, I believe it was in my one and only, where he had all of these different monochrome suits in different colors that he wore throughout the show. But there was one costume change that must have just been too fast for him, and oh. he came out like half-dressed, and his fly was open. Tommy. And I was like 10, so it was hilarious because, yeah. you know, like your fly's open, I'm 10 years old, oh, you yeah. know. So, yeah. But he was just like tap dancing like he had his clothes on. You know? so, <laughs> the show must go on. Yeah. Oh, so, man. What a yeah. pro. What yeah. a pro, that Mr. Yeah, Toon. and another regular, Tommy Toon was there a lot. Another guy was Joel Higgins, who was on Silver Spoons. He was the dad on Silver Spoons okay. with Ricky Schroeder. Um, mm. And he's a St. Louis native. He went to the high school uh, next to mine. Wow. So, um, yeah, this was pre, like, you know, we didn't know John Hamm yet, and we didn't know Ellie Kemper yet. You know, yeah. like, they weren't, you know. Yeah. The hometown stars yet yeah, that they yet. are now. So, oh man, John Hamm. <laughs> I know he's my homie. John Hamm, yeah. <laughs> Sterling K. Brown is another oh, one. I know these I'm, people that I'm like. If I meet them, we have so much I to talk about. I do like Sterling K. Brown. So the the question in St. Louis is mm. this is interestingly St. Louis focused. It's so funny. Uh, the question if you grew up in St. Louis is where'd you go to school? Mm. And that's not college. It's high school because then yeah. we can judge you based on like you know, where you grew up, how much, mm. if you went to private school or public school, if you're Catholic or not, whatever, whatever. Yeah, so all these things, uh, but yeah, Sterling K. Brown went to country day, Ellie Kemper and John Hamm went to John Burroughs, all private school. Yeah. Nice private schools. Uh, so, anyway. Oh, Mr. Hamm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ellie Kemper. Yeah. I remember she, she has some like weird, like family things like from yes. her past. Yeah. Yes. I remember she, she was like a debutante. And yeah. yeah. It's a little, yeah. Yeah, she was actually. Yeah. It, it, yeah anyway. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's fine. Clicked because what she, she was on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and then it was like, oh yeah, that character's backstory, and then it was like, you know who also has a weird backstory? The actor that plays or Ellie Kemper. Like, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we can go. So yes, that's that Fourth other, of July yeah. celebration is. Mm. Was it's now called Fair St. Louis? Mm. It was called the VP Fair. VP stands for Veiled Prophet. Um, and the veiled prophet was a, um, humanitarian, uh, uh, what are you, what do you call it when the person gives a bunch of money? Charity? Organization? Yeah. Like the person though. The person oh. is a the person Owner? who gives a bunch of money. Like, um, anyway, sponsor, a, a benefactor, benefactor. Uh, or Ooh, like yeah, yeah. a, like a, it's something like that anyway. Um, so they honor one person every year mm. who has been a generous Philanthropist, a philanthropist. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. 
Um, and so, but they don't reveal their identity. Mm. They are literally behind a veil. Mm. Uh, but there is, and again, so that's what I knew of it as a kid. Yeah. As I, as an adult who's learning things, it does have these associations with, I don't know if it's like Masonic stuff or weird white supremacist stuff or whatever. So, um, but yeah, what I knew of as a kid was like, hey, they're honoring this person who like gave away a lot of money. Isn't that cool? But yeah, along that with nice, yeah, yeah. right. I'm like that sounds like a cool. nice. Along with it, there's also like a debutante coming out ball, mm. and there's a veiled prophet queen, oh. uh, and like maidens are like court or whatever. Mm. So kind of like the rose rose queen rose bowl. Yeah. Type. So yeah. Anyway, veiled prophet would be a great like heavy metal band name. That is. Yes. I think there's like Black Veil Brides. That's a band. So like in that, in that vein. Yes. Oh yeah. This would be like, oh yeah, I just got the new CD from a Veiled Prophet. Veiled Prophet. Veiled Prophet. Veiled Prophet. <laughs> totally. See, I'm there. I'm there. If, that, yeah. if they're a heavy metal band, I'm like, I don't. We, we could start them. one. I don't know that I can play heavy metal guitar, but. Well, you can learn. We could, or we could start the first heavy metal band with a French horn. <laughs> innovation in the field. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I heard you played in Michigan. So that's true. <laughs> that was the worst French horn in Michigan, but I could rock it. But in you it. played at Michigan. Failed prophet. Failed <laughs> prophet. <laughs> I, I can't even imitate a French horn. <laughs> that was kind of like a trumpet, though. but like with yeah. a mutant. That was pretty good yeah. though. It was brassish. The, you have you can do the little thing over the. Uh, I'm not, oh, the wah wah! Yeah, yeah an actual. Yeah. You we would actually buy blungers. So mm. yeah, yeah. So cool. our jazz band didn't have enough trombones, and mm. so they're. This is so. This is so nerdy and St. Louis focused. Oh my goodness! So there are instruments that French horn players use in marching band called a mellophone, mm. which faces forward because a French horn bell faces backward. Oh, yeah. And when you're on a football field, you want the sound to go that way. Mm. Not like, cause there's not like a wall for it to bounce off of yeah. in an orchestra hall. So the mellophone faces forward. We didn't have enough trombones in our jazz band. So we would play trombone parts on, uh, on mellophones mm. and we would use, yeah, actual plungers to make that wah wah. Kind of imitate that sound. Yeah, yeah you take the sound. stick out and you, it's unused. It's a clean, fresh plunger, just for the yeah, record. I, I would yeah. hope so. Yeah. yeah. For, for I mean, I guess it'd be a good prank. Sink. It'd be a good prank to play on someone else. Uh, Be like, oh, hey, I got your new plunger, but it's not. Like, it's not, oh, 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 got you. Yeah. Now you have a sickness. <laughs> yeah. And you spread it to the rest of the band. Oh, wait. Maybe so. Yeah. I could see that going south very yeah, quickly. That's true. Good yeah. point. <laughs> Yikes. Not so much. Yikes. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah. I'm in on St. Louis now. I, I got to yeah, go check it out. Take a tour. I got to go see the arch. Yeah. Um, we, I, yeah. We yeah. could do, like, we need to get Matt connected with some company yeah. that we could teach improv in St. Louis. IFTP on the road. That's right. Yeah. I'll go and give a tour. Be fun times. IFTP Midwest edition. Yeah. All right, yeah. So uh, we're here tonight because of uh, because of improv. Because of improv. So I want you to think back in your life. When was the first time you heard about, saw someone uh, pass a note to you in class? Improv. This idea. When were you first introduced? Well, I come from the era where we would fold them elaborately. Uh-huh. Um, that's what that brought up. And I actually like saved a box of, of folded notes from my friends 
Um, I think I got rid of it in the most recent move, but I hung on to them for a very long time. Pretty cool. Because it was just, you know, a glimpse into like 14, 15-year-olds. Yeah. Um, so... Again, my mom wanted me to exp- wanting to expose me to arts, probably also wanting to keep me busy during the summers. Yeah. Um, I I remember a camp I went to, and like in every elementary school play in school, it was always the narrator uh. because I could memorize a lot of lines, yep. but I wasn't quite good enough to be the lead. <laughs> so narrator, um, and so I was in a lot of plays because I could memorize a lot of lines, mm. um. And so then one summer there was like a, a camp and I did like a theater camp and we did this play. I definitely wasn't the lead. I don't know. Remember if I was the narrator, but I do remember that I must've known everyone's lines. Cause I was ridiculously snobby or something. I don't know. But <laughs> I remember this girl who was the lead kind of went off book and mm. kind of like did something that she'd never done in, in practice mm. before, but it was amazing. And I was yeah. like, so jealous yeah. of it. Cause I was like, that was brilliant. Yeah. Um, so that was probably the first time I remember. Cause again, I think a lot of my education, my, my arts education, my life was more about the notes on the page mm. metaphorically. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so this was a moment that was not on the page, mm-hmm. and uh, it really registered deeply um, and in a way. And I was like, oh, you can do that? You can do something different that's not on the page? Mm-hmm. What? Coloring outside the lines? What? No, no. no. <laughs> so, yeah, that that is another Midwest uh, uh, characteristic sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that was probably the summer after like fourth or fifth grade. Wow. Okay. Uh, That's yeah. a really like amazing, distinct memory. <laughs> really yeah. Yeah. I could tell you what she was wearing. I can't tell you her name. I could tell you what she looked like. Yeah. I knew. Yeah. We were at Parkway Central Middle School mm-hmm. in a classroom that had like a, the- yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. So, yeah. So that it's moment of trap. like, you saw something, you didn't really know what it was, but you knew she wasn't doing what was written coloring outside the lines and that stuck with you because you're like wow well one she did that really well well probably two like you said you knew everyone's lines so it was very distinct for you maybe another kid who was there might not have noticed as much but you're just like wow and it added so much yeah. to the moment i yeah. think it was it it was a lot of it too yeah, yeah. and i think it was better <laughs> whoa i know it's improved <laughs> i think a lot of times in youth theater scenarios I spent a lot of time in those as well um yeah thinking about like it's very much about the notes on the page like you said in both in music and acting and all those things it's it's what's on the page it's what you do you memorize it you do it the director tells you what you do what choices to make because well you're not a good actor yet probably so (laughs) that's why that's there but uh, kids need that structure a little bit but there can be moments of brilliance too all right so you have that initial moment Clearly left an impression. Um, and I mean, it sounds like growing up too, you were involved in a lot of different creative things. You were doing music, you were doing theater, like you were going to see shows. So there was I always- I did dance too. Dance. I started in ballet when I was like Triple threat. But that, yes, but then I, yes, yeah. I had to do 
math and stuff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> which I was also good at. Quadruple threat. There you go. Get the mathematics. In there. Calculus. Boom. There you go. Calculate the angle yeah. of this leap. Yes. <laughs> in ballet. Ooh, actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I did love Physics Day at Six Flags at mm. Eastwood Park. That well, was fun. Yeah. Good time. <laughs> I think that's. Anywhere that has a Six Flags, they always do physics. Did really? Did you do it too? Uh, I wasn't in physics, but oh. I had a friend who was. Okay. And they went to Six Flags. Yeah. And then you wished you were in physics. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. Except you did, you had to do like, you know, an hour, hour and a half of like, we made like a gravity measure that you had to like watch while you were like oh, on yeah, the roller coaster. And it, well, it was insane. I, I actually, again, cause I'm a nerd. Yeah. I just, I was like, it's five G's. <laughs> it was like, I'm like, and then you're upside down. You're like, it's zero G. Anyway, it's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's the point. That's why you do it. It's yeah. like that real life practical application. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, so if you're in physics, go to six, go to six flags. <laughs> Even if you're not near one, find one. With your gravity meter. Yeah. Whatever they're called. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Gravometer. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you had that initial exposure to improv. Okay. When did that pop up again? You're like, you saw this moment. You're like, brilliant, brilliant child. And life continues. You're doing shows. You're learning songs. You're seeing Tommy Toon uh, with his fly down. <laughs> Tommy Toon hopefully cleans that up in the next show. He did. I'm sure yeah, he did. Good, good, good. Um, and then, I, I mean, so again, I was a band kid. So, yeah. um so in junior high, yeah, I started the band route and mm. you kind of, I could have still done both that and a more like choir type route, but I took Latin instead because I'm so cool. Uh, and because I had a crush on a boy actually, uh, but yeah. uh, you know. That's kind of school. And right? then he moved away, it's, but then I stuck with Latin. And my yeah. mom was like, it's so she could learn word roots. I'm like, sure it was, mom. <laughs> yeah, mom. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, um yeah, so then I kind of went the band route. So then I'm like in the pit orchestra for musicals in oh, high school, wow. um, which was also really fun. There's nothing like that as a grown up unless you're a professional. Mm. Just the hours and hours and sure. hours of rehearsals and just. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that would probably have been the next moment, I would say. Mm. Um, Oh, see, a memory's coming right now. So I did, in junior high, we studied like ancient history in seventh grade. And Mm. there was a, what we called the classics festival. Mm. And um, each kind of homeroom had to put on a play. And we were, but we were sort of competing. And I ended up, I'd seen the movie Clue. Mm. Where like, it's, you don't know the ending necessarily. And so I had, I wrote the play um, and had the ending where like the audience got to choose who did it. Oh. Um, which I'm like, I've, I'd forgotten about that for years. Yeah. And there, again, there was another Megan Corns. I'm still in touch with her. She lived at, she lived in Santa Monica for years. Um, and she, uh, she did another moment where I'm like, that's not what's on the page. And I, at that time I got so mad. Yeah. Um, like, I wrote it. Exactly. I'm like, this is not what it said. But yeah. again, the audience loved it. Yeah. Um, she was also popular. So that probably helped because it was junior high, but, yeah. um, but no, and it was great. And it added, and you know, once I got past my, yeah. you know, seventh grade yeah. <laughs> screenwriter ego, yeah. um, yeah, I saw that, that it added to it. So that was probably it. And then, yeah, that's actually more poignant. I can't think of anything specific from um, 
And then college, yeah, there were improv troops that I loved to go see. And, okay, yeah. Um, but it never seemed like something I could do. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I was a band kid. You're like, oh, yeah, those folks. I'll leave that to yeah, those Yeah, those, those, those actor folks. Yeah, those, those actor Well, yeah, University folks. of Michigan. Yeah, yeah leaders and best. I mean, they are the leaders and best yeah, of Their improv. musical theater BFA over there. <laughs> there were, yeah, yeah. I knew, a, a, yeah. Yeah, I knew I again because I was in the music school some, yeah. Um, and yeah, it was always so interesting. It was interesting because I wasn't in it, mm. but I was visiting enough. It was such an interesting culture. I felt like everybody. It felt a little bit like high school, and that everybody knew everybody, everybody dated everybody, and you had a locker. Mm. Um, but, <laughs> yep. And then, and then, right the the singers, uh, the vocalists like have to sit in a room with themselves all the time. Like yeah. at least with an instrument, it's a little bit, I don't know, there's a separation. It just seemed like such an interesting hmm. process yeah. to have to spend that much time with yourself. And mm. I wasn't at a place where <laughs> that seemed like fun at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> Didn't like myself that much back yeah. then. But, but yeah, so yeah, then seeing it in college, I would say. Sounds like I mean, growing up in your your performing career, like you had these these little moments. Ah, I would call it that. You did a lot of stuff, music and theater and all yes, these different I did. things. I know. I just haven't thought of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you had like these little moments of like improv sprinkled in, and then and that were impactful. And in college, like you said, it was like, oh, I can't really do that, but it's really fun to watch them do this. So you never saw yourself as like that wasn't your avenue, but. I feel like you were, you know, you were already a performer. You know, you had lots of experience um, doing everything, pretty much. But it's just improv. It was something else. It was out there. Just I just different. thought of another one. Can I mention another one? Yes, okay. please, please, please. So, um, the peak of my dance career was when I was ten. I was in the Nutcracker. Oh, classic! Uh, I know, which we just experienced. Some of our comrades oh, in it. Moore, um, star of the Nutcracker. He did. So, did you see him? I saw the video clip. Okay, I wasn't able to go, unfortunately. But he was so, and I've told him this to his face. But now everyone will know. He was so. We were in the last row, mm. and he projected, and he was so regal, mm. and and Jamie and Liam too, like hilarious they yes. were they were this like these comic relief characters oh yeah that makes sense um and i don't know the nutcracker it's old like yeah. there's not a lot you can do with it necessarily but they you know but this production did and that was fun and it, the the new and interesting fun element was you know people i knew yeah um, sure so so it was fun um and so uh yeah so i actually this is also a fun sort of a theme of my life sometimes is that lovely things just come to me and I'm so grateful. Mm. And this was a case where my parents were on vacation and my grandparents were watching my brother and me. And so I didn't audition. Um, but I went to the ballet school that was putting on the production. Mm. And so then they called me and invited me to be in the production. I was a gumdrop in the battle scene. So like when the mice come in, they yeah. battle the candy. Mouse King versus the Nutcracker. Exactly. Yeah. And so there were like gingerbread who were very tall mm. and gumdrops who I wasn't this round then, but they're rounder. Um, and then there were bunny rabbits and soldiers and different things. So I was in that scene. Um, and so they just offered it to me. And I had, as a child, 
another thing my mom did with me was like we went to the Nutcracker every year, mm. like from what, and it was at Powell Symphony Hall, which is where the St. Louis Symphony played, mm. with the symphony accompanying the ballet, red velvet seats, gold leaf on the ceilings, like so fancy and fun, yeah. getting dressed up, um, and and so then I got to be in it eventually, and we wow. did lots of performances all yeah. over, uh, ending in Powell Symphony Hall with the orchestra. And like when the Nutcracker comes out, there are these beautiful cascading chords that the low, low brass plays mm-hmm. and the floor is like shaking. Cause oh. it's, and I'm like, yeah. I held like a lollipop in this hand and I was like, and this hand had to be outstretched like the whole time. This was like my post. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just like, this is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the floor is shaking. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so there was, there's a dance in the second act called the Ponchinelles. Mm-hmm. Um, and early on in the season, one of the Ponchinelles had an injury and mm. had hurt her ankle. And so then every time that dance happened, there was she like there was we would hold our breath like because I don't know second or third performance she fell. Um, and so then it was like, oh, is she gonna fall? Is she gonna fall? But again, there was this moment where, and there's a thing in ballet when there are male and female dancers, is that like for the 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 men to like to be there for their their woman. Yeah. That's like a thing to be there for them. And, um, and so there were three or four Pontanel girls. And then this one kind of, and it's sort of this jester clown, um, guy. And anyway, she falls in a performance and he then starts crawling around. Like he improvised and he Mm. didn't do the steps that were written and he crawls around on the floor after her to take care of her. Mm. And it makes it into this funny, um, comical thing covering up the fact that we all know yeah. in the wings that she's fallen. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't necessarily look like it. So that was another, that one just came to mind. I was like, Oh, wow. and relates back to, I have to be an improv yeah. and, and our friends that were just mm. nutcrackerized. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the, the nutcracker machine That's every right. year. Yeah. It's there. They turn out another production. <laughs> Yeah. The Tchaikovsky Veiled Prophet. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The Tchaikovsky Agenda. Yeah. yeah. We got to watch out. No? That's right. Da, da, da. Yeah. Sugar Plums, they're coming back next Oh. I, I really love that moment, though, because I think in ballet that, I mean, dance too, like ballet in, I think, to like the outside observer, like it always seems like something so rigid. There's not a lot of room for improvisation, especially in a classic, like the Nutcracker, where it's like, it's a Nutcracker. I see this every year. I want to see the same thing every year and know what to expect. So like a moment like that sounds so lovely. And like, I mean, what a smart, smart choice by that dancer to be like, uh, you know, doing his job. It sounds like supporting his castmates who were around him. Yeah. Yeah. And he ended up like he carried her off because she like could not put weight on her foot. Yeah. yeah. And it was, I just remember, I was like, wow. Um, And she was like, hurt and yeah. you know embarrassed upset whatever yeah, so she's she's crying yeah. and um oh. but but no and i and again i was young but it yeah. it left such an impression yeah. of um yeah it was really lovely to witness mm, absolutely yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah you remember it that's a big deal i don't remember much from when i was that age that i saw on stage or in the wings or whatever yes yeah, so I don't know. I did it. It's all coming yeah. back. I, yeah. I remember you're it's bringing all back all the memories I've forgotten. Yeah. I don't know. It's all a wash. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Um, okay. 
So getting back into college, uh, you saw some improv shows. You were like, oh, yeah, this is fun. Uh, Heidi Ho, Neighbors. I don't know. <laughs> I, you probably didn't say That's that. exactly what I said. Yeah, How did I'm you sure. know? Well, it's I, the Michigan lingo. It's the Michigan lingo. <laughs> I'm very familiar. Heidi uh, Ho. So, yeah, how do I, I'm trying to think, <laughs> think how to, like, guide us. Um, so you see this improv in college. Um, you're in Michigan. You finish school. I guess I'm like, what's, what's, what's our journey from, I'm Michigan, I'm a college student, I graduate, to one day, you're in L.A.? I mean, I'm assuming, was there any improv between your college experience and when you moved to L.A.? Did your game show? I, w- I mean, I would, if we want to, like, yeah. I would say I improved my life to get out here. There like, you go. I, I okay. moved out to L.A. on a week's notice to take an internship. Yeah. Wow, a week's notice. Yeah, I was, I had a, like, 30-hour-a-week, so, you know, yeah. somewhere between part-time and full-time job. Yep as a research assistant on mm. a, on a um, social science study wow. about kids with brain injuries and how they make friends and had this opportunity to, I was applying to come out for an internship in the fall. And this was like Memorial day weekend. And I get a phone call like, yeah, I saw you're applying for the fall, but uh, we've got a spot for the summer and it starts on Tuesday oh and, or what, you know, or starts, yeah. yeah, starts on Friday and this was maybe a Tuesday, something like that. And um, I sat down with my boss and mm. he very graciously was like, well, could this turn into something for you? I was like, maybe. He's like, well, then you have to go. Yeah, take the risk. And it was just to have the support. And I I did have a great community there who all like sent me off and I had to kind of raise money for the internship and I left my goodbye picnic with the money I needed Mm -hmm. from all the generous folks and um, had a friend drive cross country with me and like everything really fell into place. Um, So... Uh, yeah. So I would say that was fairly. Yeah. But, uh, I, no, yeah. That, that fits. So is that moving from Michigan to here? To Ann Arbor. Yes. Or from from Ann, Arbor Ann Arbor to, to LA. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. June would, 8th of 2005 was my I, first day I, in LA. I'd yeah. say that's improv. Cause it was <laughs> like you were making a choice and your choice was yes. And it and supported by other folks on stage to help take the scene and really bring it to another level. There it's you true. go. There you go. It's true. It, Very even your well friend, yes. you know, like peas in a pod, jumping in the car with you to drive out this here. True. There you go. See, see we yes. can tie it back to improv. Yes. I mean, that's a, that's a huge move to make in a, in a one week's notice. A lot of respect. A lot of respect. That's not easy. Had you, had you ever been out to California before? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We so traveled a lot as yeah. a family and, Good. um, uh, the last time that Michigan was in the Rose Bowl was New mm. Year's Day '98, mm. um, and uh, when my dad proposed, my dad went to Purdue, mm. another Midwestern Big Ten school. Yeah. When my dad pr- proposed to my mom in 1972, he said, "Hey, next time Purdue goes to the Rose Bowl, honey, we're gonna go." Ah. Uh, so 1998 comes along. My brother went to Michigan. I went to Michigan. Uh, Purdue still hadn't gone. Yeah. 
Michigan was going to the Rose Bowl. Mm. And so we're like, well, we have to go because it's like the wedding promise. So, um, and that was Tom Brady was playing quarterback. Sorry, I just realized that. Yeah. yeah, I went to college with Tom Brady. So did did 40,000 other people. But, you know, that's one of my, that's one of my go to lines. Oh, man. Yeah. He wasn't even good back then. He didn't even start. Nobody really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's all right. Just some dude. He wasn't the goat. He was (laughs) was just a little kid. Yeah. Uh baby goat yeah i think they called him like a string bean that's oh. that's how they described him coming out of college like they're like oh this guy this little string bean dude yeah <laughs> like, he wasn't even <laughs> yes so and that was yeah lloyd carr was the coach back then mm. so yeah several a few coaches back yeah. but yeah so then and we'd come as a i'd come as a kid um yeah so i'd been out here before yeah and even i worked at a camp um in the summers in college and a friend from that um, lived in Orange County and I came out to visit her one time. I remember going to Newport Beach and my feet like got numb because the water was so cold. And I was like, <laughs> it's California. What's going yeah. on? And she's like, well, it's a really big ocean, Anne. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> just, wow, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. Great, great answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you had, you had these California experiences. You've had these improv experiences. But okay, so you move out here and I know you've had like, some incredible, like so many different jobs and like, I'd say careers almost. I think you've worked in education some. I, I, I can't even list everything because I kind of know what you do now. I know a little bit of what you've done in the past. And yeah, I, yes, I don't yeah, I, I can't I'm, even describe I confuse myself it. too. I it's okay. It, like multifaceted. So at, at the time when you moved out here to California, were you, uh, were you, what were you doing? I guess yeah. like I was interning yeah. and then I ended yeah. up enrolling in grad school. Okay. A graduate yeah. program. Um, yeah. so I did that for two years mm. and then, um, yeah, at the end of grad school, during grad school, my mom was diagnosed with ovarian cancer, um, and got worse. And so when I graduated, uh, it was pretty clear that, um, well, we didn't know actually when I graduated, but yeah. yeah. So she ended up passing away not that long after I graduated. So, um, and so, and that was kind of, I worked at Starbucks for a year while that happened. So, um, and I honestly, like there are a few things in my life where I'm like, uh, flight attendant is one of them now where I'm Mm. like, I'm just curious about how things work behind the scenes. I want to know how the carts fit in their little compartments. And where do they go? I want to know like the buttons they push and the, you know, do they really know if there's another cell phone on? Is there, you know, I want to know those things. And I was kind of that way about being a barista. I'm like, I want to know how the drinks get. Yeah. Um, the sausage gets made, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, we didn't have sandwiches back then when I did it. So that was nice. Thankful. I didn't have the warmers in my, or at least in the store I worked in, which, It adds a whole other layer from oh, everything yeah. I've heard. Well, so. there's actual food, yeah, that you have to like heat up. Yeah. Ah. No, yeah, ah. no, we didn't, we didn't have to deal with that. Yeah, so. I think that's good. <laughs> Very grateful. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was just a barista. Um, yeah, I have, I've done a lot of things because I, I very much am a like figure things out as I go along. Yeah. Kind of person for better or for worse. It's kind of, you know, it gives me the, the flexibility to move here on a week's notice, but mm. then. Uh, my strategic life planning could use some work. So, yeah, because yeah. I lived here for a long time. I moved away during the pandemic because I had been in education. I was a private tutor, mm. uh, mostly doing SAT and ACT. Uh-huh. And those went away during the pandemic. So right. my business shrank and mm. couldn't really afford LA rent anymore. Yeah. So moved to a small town in Northern California, three mm. hours north of San Francisco in Mendocino uh-huh. County called Fort Bragg. Mm-hmm. Um 
And then while I lived there, I started working in television production. Wow. Because that makes in sense. In the small town, three hours north yes, of exactly. San Francisco. Yes, exactly. And I was a yeah. travel job, and I yeah. was three and a half hours from an airport. So, uh, <laughs> right. So that's where I'm like, it, it, it often works that I figure out things yeah. as I go along, but then yeah. there's other times where I'm like, it probably would have made more yeah. sense if I did this when I lived in L.A., but I yeah. didn't. So, but then I moved back to LA. Yeah. So, so you're like, oh, I'm in this industry now. Uh, I know where I need to be for this. Yeah, exactly. So I'll move back. And I had a good housing situation open up. You've been to yeah. my home, which yeah. is lovely. Beautiful. Um, and yeah, I've been around LA enough to know good housing. And uh, so it was like, I got to take advantage of this before someone else does. Yeah. yeah definitely. Um, so, okay. So, what that led to so you get this job, you come back to LA, you're on a game show. Oh, the game show was before. That was game bef- show was before. Yeah, oh, because that yes, was pre-COVID. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, you started. Yeah, it's fine. I got confused. Okay, well, before all right. So we gotta we gotta get rewind. To, we gotta yeah, rewind. Okay, rewind. Fast forward and rewind. I don't yes, know. I don't know. Yeah. We're changing time we're, zones. We're scrubbing through the timeline. <laughs> okay. So you find yourself on a game show. Yes. <laughs> on a game show. Was that like just kind of on a whim? Like, oh, for fun. I live in LA. I'm gonna try and get on a game show because that's what you do. So a friend of mine um, has been on, this was her fifth game show. Ooh, so she'd been okay. on a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and she's folks, an actor yeah. and her kids are actors and mm. um, super talented. And, but yeah, so it's something that a lot of actors do in LA because yeah. it's a way that you can actually make money. Yeah. <laughs> I did one. Okay. And oh, we, see? we got second place. Uh, which like, one did you do? You're holding back on me. I, I See, I don't even remember what it was called. It was on like a Facebook game show. But oh. There was, it was me and two of my friends from college, my roommates from college. Because we, we all did theater programming. Oh, man. So it was, <laughs> we got second. But there was like one part of the competition against the other team that we lost. It was like, it was a Star Wars themed challenge because we were all Star Wars so that's how we got on in the first place. They were like, "Oh, you guys know, you guys know your stuff." So it was like, "Uh, yeah, let us on." Um, it was like they had to stack cinnamon rolls on the side of my head, like Princess Leia's hair, but then like see how many you could get and both hold them there <laughs> by pushing it in. And ours fell. Oh, um, so the other team won. And oh. then the last challenge was like, it your involved- ears weren't sticky enough. I know, <laughs> I know. And then there was only one more challenge after that. That like the last team had to do and they it involved like licking toes or something i don't even know i i can't remember anymore I, did you have to lick the toes or get your toes licked it was see, I, I, can't even, I think you like dipped your toes how could you something. forget it was because i think i was so mad that we lost because oh, okay. at the time okay. I, I i really needed money so and we were all kind of at the time we were all very like we needed the money. We're like a year out of college, maybe. So, you know, it was like, we're still kind of, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I still wouldn't mind, but it wasn't even that much. It was $10,000 split three ways before oh. taxes. Oh so, yeah. But it for us like at the time, bucks. Yeah. That, that was still like, <laughs> right. Was it was going to get yeah. a couple months rent where we were at. Gas, yeah. So we yeah. get to and fro. And, exactly. Yeah. But Did uh, you get a parting gift? No. Ugh. Yeah. I, I'd have to go back in my email to figure out what it was even called. I I'm, I'm going to yeah. want to know. You're going to have to report back. I never even watched it. I never found it online. So I've never even you, seen it. You, really, you might have some trauma around this. You I might have to work I through. I mean, we've talked about it a lot since then. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> now, I mean, just with amongst my friends, because like, yeah. remember that? We were like, oh, 100%. So You're close. bonded for life for that. Yeah. yeah. And you, you know, you do all those like rounds of like, 
Because even the day of taping, you show up and they're like, okay, are you even worth having on camera? Yeah. And you have to that prove That was the yourself. one that I blew. That's how I came Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So back yeah. to you. No, it's fine. I'm, I'm enjoying My this. failed cinnamon roll uh, <laughs> game show, Princess Leia. Uh, I kind of want to do that at a party now, just like as a party trick. It's like, pretty let's, fun. Yeah. yeah, right? I mean, it was like afterwards, I was like, I had all the like the sugar and cinnamon and like, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, it was well, fun. and I do, I do have a pretty good like homemade. Yeah, yeast the dough, roll it. Yeah, yeah. Cinnamon roll recipe. Now I want to eat a cinnamon roll right now. I know it sounds really so good. Nice warm cinnabon. Is there a cinnabon nearby? I don't know, but there should be. There should be. There should be because they closed down the mall. There should. Yes, we need to open one. We'll franchise it. We'll talk to Matt. Yeah, let's do it. And then we'll play Veiled Prophet Death Metal. Yeah. The whole time. And it'll attract lots of wonderful yeah, customers. Be, yeah, just yeah. the line around the block. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I can't see it going any other way. It, well, right, because yeah. there's no Cinnabon around here. No. It's good. The people demand Cinnabon. 100%. That's all they need. Gooey, gooey goodness. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do this, Anne. I'm yes. thinking Danger. cinnamon rolls. That's okay. true. Yes. So, game show. Game show. Audition happens. Yes. So, yeah. So, my yeah. friend um, who had been on game shows yeah. basically got me hooked up yeah 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 it was one of those like oh bring a friend on with you for the show something or yeah. well and that i this bobby was his name the casting guy mm. no bobby was my opponent maybe bobby was the casting guy too uh billy anyway yeah. some diminutive name starting with b and ending yeah. with an e sound um he knew his brain was like a catalog of mm. these people like it yeah. it is i think my memory is good but hit woo. He, if, if someone brought my name up to him, he could probably remember me right now. Wow. And this yeah. was, you know. He's in the right business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was really cool. to Casting is a neat piece of the industry that mm. I'm curious about and would potentially like to get involved in. Yeah. But Because, um, yeah, you get to choose the people that go on TV. So, uh, But, yeah, so he had this whole Rolodex of people on his mm. mind. and um, But, yeah, so he somehow... I don't know if she connected me with him directly. I can't remember. Or if it was just like an outreach person. Somehow someone got my info and then, yes. So they you go through auditions to make sure you can play the game. Yeah. Um, Kimberly, who was my audition partner in the early auditions, I'm still in touch with her because we basically got each other on the show. Yeah, like, okay, um, we made it, we made it, yeah. Exactly, because you have to like, you have to be able to play the game. You have to be excited. Um, yeah, and we were a great team and I ended up um, tutoring her younger son to help mm. him get into college, mm. which was a lot of fun um, and really special. And yeah, so... Amazing. Yeah. And that, yeah. So then it was the day of when you show up and they probably bring on 20 people when they're going to have like 12 be on the show. Mm-hmm. And that was when I, I mean, I, and again, cause shame embeds memories so deeply. Um, I could not, I gave a clue for jockey that was horse rider, mm. but then I couldn't think of, then it was, my clue I needed to describe was pony, and I said dog and blank show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but people didn't understand that. Yeah. And then I also was criticized. I said Fred and, and what would you say to that? Fred and uh, Wilma? Okay, that was what the producer said. I was, the guy said, but the guy said it. He's a ginger. I was thinking Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. Oh, uh, yeah. and he, but he said it, so I got it. But then I was criticized that I got lucky 
And I was like, or I'm just really good at reading people and yeah. knowing what they're into. But yeah. that was not, I mean, I didn't, I did get lucky, but you know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all a little bit of luck anyway, I think. Yes, yeah. Agreed. So, yeah. yeah. So, well, and there were, I had a, like a slumdog millionaire type moment with one of my rounds on the game where uh, I was in the process of moving mm. um, and was packing up my CDs mm. and um, I, there's this CD from the nineties where these monks sing and it was called chant. Um, and like that filled, fit, played into one of the clues. Wow. And then I studied, um, uh, I did study for this game show cause yeah. I am a student oh, yeah, of life. Um, and I was like on IMDB and I was like studying. I'm not very good with like hip hop or rap artists or so I was studying some of that and I'm like, Oh, you know, what movies was Fiddy sent in or what, yeah. you know, and there was this list on the side of like 50 of the most famous, uh, actors ever or whatever, mm. or 50 most famous people ever. So yeah. I would click on the list. And I'm, it was like Elvis, Marilyn Monroe. And then James Dean, I was like, wait, what was oh, that movie yeah. he was in? And I clicked on it and it was like rebel without a cause. Mm. And, um, that plays into some of the clues as well. So it was, wow. just, yeah. So there were a couple of things where I was like, oh. yeah. yeah. Anyway, you try to get like well-rounded before going in. Yeah. yeah. But, and then it like actually happened on the show, wow. so, which helped. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. That CD that like, everything. yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. 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 So during that process, like that first round, like you made it past, but it was a little, it was a little stressful. You're like, a little like, Ooh, okay, they're, they give me some feedback here. That made you go, I got to go take an improv class. Yeah. So, yeah. So then I yeah. ended up just playing. I, they, cause you're, then you're just in this room all day mm. while people leave two by two to go play the game. And you wonder, are they going to pick me? Or are they not going to yeah. pick me? Like, yeah. and, 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 and all the meanwhile, you're playing the game, playing the game. The room was freezing. Oh. Um, and yeah. And so by the end of the day, we know they're not going to call us. Mm. Um, but I must have showed Bobby or Billy or whatever his name is that I could play the game well enough that, yeah, they called me back the Saturday. So, but yes, but in the meantime, I was like, I, and I did, I fro, I've normally been pretty good about thinking on my yeah. feet in a lot of scenarios. Uh, but for whatever reason, I really couldn't, um, I, I kind of froze. And, and so, yeah, for whatever reason, improv seemed like the solution to yeah. that. <laughs> You're like, well, uh, improv, I guess. Yeah, this is, this is the remedy. Yeah. yeah. So, so how'd you find this place? Uh, it was probably Google. And yeah. I, I think my friend Stephanie um, uh, had done some research and mm. uh, we were both on the West side at the time. And yeah, it seemed like an accessible. And I think at that time uh, you could like try out a class for free. Mm. Um, and so uh, it felt like super low risk yeah. in that way. Yeah. So it was like, well, we need to do this because uh, we want to be on a game show sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> she She's a writer and was thinking oh, it would help okay. with her writing and, yeah, she and developing right. characters. And mm. um, yeah. And then I had, had my reasons. And so, yeah, we started off in Benjamin's class and, and then we both liked it and stuck around and, um, and Benjamin is such a, and he still is. I mean, he's kind of where a lot of the beginners start and yeah. he's so welcoming and affirming and, gentle and in kind mm. and um just such a a soft place to land it's it's he, he just provides such a safe place to fail basically mm. yeah. um which i think all the teachers in the studio do but especially yeah he, yeah. he was a, a good fit for me 
And um, as someone who is super nerdy and cerebral, it helped me get out of my head and stop overthinking. Well, no, I mean, I still overthink, let's be honest. But, um, but yeah, I started to unlearn some of that, at least mm. in the process of improv. Mm. That's great. So yeah. In those, let's say, first, like, you attended a first class. Did coming to that first class, you're like, oh, I think I want to do this more? Was that, like, right away you were kind of hooked? I think so. Yeah. Uh, for me, yes. Uh, and it su- certainly helped. I came with a friend. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. don't often. Um, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say typically that that's an MO. I can and do a lot of things by myself, but yeah. um, in this case it helped. And, and I think I was checking in with her and when she was all for it, then I'm like, okay, well then, um, cause she's more introverted and more shy, more reserved. And so, um, but yeah. And so it was also something fun for us to do together. Um, yeah. And then along the way, there's some people I just, I adored in those classes and, Mm. and then the pandemic happened and everybody kind of disappeared and I wasn't as, as vigilant or are disciplined about finding people, getting phone numbers, doing Instagram, whatever. So they're just kind of like off in the mist somewhere. And yet there were these people I shared some lovely moments with and had good chats with after class and stuff. And I don't know where they are. So that's that, but I feel like, like LA is a constant revolving door of people Mm. in anything like this, but somehow IFTP does the revolving door better than anything else I've been a part of. Like they are so welcoming to anyone, so good at names. Mm. Um, and, and people come and go freely. Mm -hmm. And it's funny sometimes like on social media or whatever, I'll see, I'm like, Oh, that person follows or that person. Yeah, And I'm like, Oh, they were part of this, you know, like I didn't know they did used to do this. Um, and, and so that's fun to see, but also, um, but there's enough of a core group here always as well, that there's always something going on and there's always, you know, there's always something solid happening and people are free to come and go in and out. Yeah. Um, and, and whether it's that there are barriers to entry or, um, you know, or it's elite or it's, um, expensive or that there are levels or whatever it is, um, or just a, a core group that isn't welcoming. Mm. Uh, there's so many other things that can happen in LA that make that revolving door get stuck. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I, at IFTP, it flows freely in a really lovely way. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And like you said, kind of a core group. I mean, even in my time that I've only been here maybe like two and a half years, and with IFTP, and I can think about a lot of those folks that I was initially in class with. I mean, one, they've been around longer than I have, and two, like a lot of them are still around. Or like, you know, I know they stepped away for a few months, but they've come back. Or like, it's just crazy to see. And also thinking, wow, two and a half years uh, yeah. already. I was like, oh, that's longer than I thought. Good job. In my head. Yeah. Um, so thinking back to so pandemic happened, you left NorCal, eventually came back to LA due to yes. work reasons. Um, when you came back to LA, were you automatically interested in coming back to IFTP or were you focused Kinda, on, yeah. on your work? Honestly, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I moved back October 1st and I was in class December 1st. So, cause you wow. know, like unpacking yeah. has to happen. Yeah, getting and, settled and 
Uh, you know, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> Pumpkin but, pie. But, yeah. no, I mean, but IOTP also played such a critical role during the pandemic for me. So there were, mm-hmm. like... Oh, oh, yeah, wait, yeah, I know a little bit of this. <laughs> so, no, I mean, there were Zoom workshops, and yeah. I was quarant- I was by myself. I lived by myself, and I was quarantining by myself mm. during the pandemic. And so sometimes, you know an IFTP Zoom workshop would be the only time I would interact with other yeah, humans in a day that. or even a week or, um, and they were, it was great content. There was, uh, you know, there were character development workshops where we would make a character, which the song I sang at camp was yeah. out of this character that I yeah. made in this workshop that I, and it was just like stuff I didn't even know I could do. Um, and, and from Matt pushing me and saying, write a musical in 10 yeah. seconds. You know? I'm like, what? Let's do it. Um, do it. And, uh, you know, and then there were, we would do scenes like dramatic scripted scenes and I hadn't acted unless you count being a narrator in elementary school. I do. Like, okay, Cause I was, I've been a narrator okay, before too. Good. So you probably did it well. Yeah. I probably was by the book anyway. So, um, but I'd never really acted. Mm. And there were several times in these scenes I would do where Matt and the other classmates would be like, wow, you really cried. And I was like, no, I didn't, but thanks. You know, and I was like, wow, I yeah. guess I convinced people I actually cry yeah. on screen or something. And and again, because of my, while I was exposed to all these things mm-hmm. growing up, like I was supposed to be, I had to be a doctor sort of thing. Yeah. Like that was the mentality Certain in my family or among my peers in high school. And one of us actually is a doctor and the other did take her MCATs, but she works at the zoo in Seattle with birds. She has like the coolest job of all of us, honestly. But, um, but we, you know, like it wasn't okay. So there was this mentality that like acting is not an intellectual pursuit Mm. and sorry, it was a bias, you know, but, but when I started doing it, I was like, no, you like totally need your brain for this. And it's so yeah. fun to think about backstory and mm-hmm. all these different things and, and put the thoughts in behind all the stuff. And, um, and so, and I'd never really like thought about acting in any way before, mm-hmm. but got exposed to it in this lovely way, um, through these workshops and the, the other humans, it was, mm-hmm. um, you know, Rebecca Sturman and Gail, Gail Montague yeah. and Maria Rogers mm. and Sky Patterson yeah. and Sky Liam now I think some yeah Sky Liam Patterson yeah, yeah I was like he, yeah. he goes by something different yeah. now but these people that I didn't know and so yeah. uh, and it still took even after I got back several months in I finally met Maria Rogers in person, in person. for wow. the first time and we like honestly didn't stop hugging each other mm. for three solid minutes like because there was you know those people literally got me through the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and, and not to, of course, Matthew Moore as well. Um, but you know, maybe yeah. so. He was um, there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and Sachiko and yeah, there were just, um, those moments were so special mm-hmm. and kept me connected to community. And, but then, yeah, when folks in LA started going back to class together, mm-hmm. then the online stuff stopped, which yeah. is fine. I support that, but <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> yeah. It was a big change. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but those, those classes were also just a critical part of, of getting me through, um, creatively, emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I feel like it, 
was able to check so many boxes. Like you said, I mean, creative emotion, like the need for social interaction, like that was so scarce at that time. I think, yeah. I know we made it somehow. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, Oh, I'm trying to do what I think is the right thing to do to keep everybody safe. So, so intense. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, yeah, we're in this weird, like we're not there. I, I think it'll be curious to see how we keep, how the results and the effects keep playing out over time. Yeah, like 10 years from now. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. So, well, educationally, yeah, we don't want to oh, go there. yeah, I don't know. Lord. That's a, I, yeah, that's, that's a whole new podcast. Yes. <laughs> We're yes. t- talking 60 episode series. Because yeah. um, I, I would bet you and I both have like seen some things firsthand and can yeah speak on that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Which we don't need to do right now. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, that's I can't yeah. hold other discussion. We can't leave that with Columbine September eleventh yeah. in the yeah. Back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, was so grateful yeah. for what IFTP did for me during the pandemic and to be able to come back in person. Yeah. So and then I landed with Ava on Monday night and Ava had been gone when I joined. Right. Um that was her New York phase of life. Yeah. Um and I'd heard about this person, but um, yeah, his, I mean, had no idea what a sweet, warm, delightful human I was in store for. Um, and yeah, she has a way with all of us, but I think it, it works really well for me in terms mm. of her. She has a way of like correcting and encouraging that doesn't that works for yeah. me and that doesn't yeah. feel like, eh, yeah. you know, this is what she did wrong, which she, she said like, yeah, she has a good way of encouraging improvement. Mm-hmm. I would say that that works for me and helps. And yeah. Yeah. I remember when I started, it was near when she was coming back, I think. So I, people were talking about it and I was like, I don't know who that is. is like, this, is I was shit? like, that's cool. Someone's coming from New York. Like, that's nice, I guess. Like, yeah, I didn't know people just. I guess like, he's okay. Ava's coming back. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah, she yeah. had her reputation preceded her. Yeah, people were we excited. done the whispering very much. Yeah. She's returning. She's returning from the East. She's come, yes. With lessons, <laughs> wisdom of the big city. Yes, with stories. Stories of the rats. <laughs> That's all I got. Big apple. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. So I remember that. And yeah, well, that was, uh, but yeah, what you're saying about Ava's class, I think is very true. Like you said, of uh, she, I'm so confused. I think she subbed one of my early classes that I was in here at IFTP. And I remember being like, whoa. She's dynamite. She's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. And as someone who was still relatively new to the studio at the time, it helped me feel very welcome as well. So I appreciated that. Because, like, oh. you know, a lot of people knew each other. And I think I was jumping in not long after everyone had come back in person to IFTP, which is why I joined. Because I was like, in person? Y'all are doing that? Oh, okay. <laughs> no one else is. Yeah. yeah. And I was, you know, desperate for that. So yeah, yeah. was a big part of it. Um, okay. So... During so have you been with IFTP pretty consistently kind of since that point when you came back? Theoretically, yes. Theoretically, <laughs> yes. Okay. I have signed up for classes every month. Mm, but life. 
Well, right. Yeah. And so I do work in television production now. And thankfully, again, it was fairly miraculous that I did work a lot last year, yeah. which was not a thing for a lot of people in the yeah. industry. Yeah. Um, right. But I work Strike. on the docu-reality side, mm-hmm. so the strikes didn't affect that work as mm-hmm. much. So, um, yeah, I worked... Um, yeah, I worked a lot and I worked on shows that were out of town a lot. And so, um, and Matt is so gracious and flexible in so many ways. Um, and yeah, so I came when I was here, um, but I was also gone a lot. So then did a lot of makeups, which then is a lot of fun. Cause then I got to be back with Benjamin a lot, yeah, a lot and variety. I love him and adore him till the end of time. And, um, yeah. And so, and then was with Matt sometimes and, um, so I've, I've done a lot of makeups and, um, but yeah, also missed a lot. Yeah. So, and my, the other great thing about Monday is that it is a really solid core of consistent people. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of familiarity that grows over time knowing, um, your scene partner as well. Yeah. And, well, yeah. and so, and kind of knowing like, oh, you know, if Becca pulls out that voice mm. or if Mike does this thing mm. or if Skylar, <laughs> you know, or Jen or, yeah. um, or just knowing like fundamentally we've got each other's backs yeah. or like if I do this wackadoodle thing, uh, we're still going to hang out next week or, you know, um, yeah, Sushant and I had a really crazy scene the other week, um, but it wasn't weird at all because we were in it together and we knew yeah. we had each other. So, yeah. um, so having those longer term relationships in class and outside of class, we also do spend a lot of time together outside of class. Um, and like ten of us were at camp. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember. The, and so the strong like, presence of the exactly class. We represented. Yeah. Now that I know like the roster of that class, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. A lot of us have been like, in this chair. All, all, yeah. Yeah. I was like, all those folks you named, yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I a lot of them group. have been here. Yeah. 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 So um yeah. And so then, it, and I totally have FOMO a lot. So it's definitely, there've been times where it's been hard to be gone um, or I just get rusty and then I, you know, uh, question myself or, or, um, but last night felt good. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm ready for great. Yeah. So thinking about improv, we got a, we got a couple more questions and then we're going to do some improv. Okay. All right. This is, I would say like, what do you, th- what do you think has been like the impact? It's such a big question. I say it so like nonchalantly, but like, what do you think has been the impact of improv in your life? I mean, cause it's been now, I mean, 2019, that's going back a few years. You had that time during the pandemic where you were still connected to this community, still doing improv, still getting creative, writing songs, which are fantastic, by the way. Check it out. The musical's coming soon, I think. Maybe so. Next month? Just completely. I'm just yeah. going to write it Done, right now. Yeah. Choreographed, yeah. memorized, one-woman show. Musical. A friend did suggest that, but yes. I know. I could yeah. see it. I feel like you put on a great one-woman show, Anne. Thank you. I'm there. I'm there. At the Muni. Well, I'm sorry. So you must not have Googled me then. Uh, or only, maybe. Only, I did LinkedIn, oh. Instagram, oh, yeah. Facebook. Okay. I, uh, due to certain appointments that I had before, which are not normally scheduled at this time. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately the research phase was limited today. That's fine. That's fine. Well, I mean, I could, so the, if you were to Google me, mm. you would find a blog from mm. when I did, uh, I did a, fa- a road trip to visit my Facebook friends in person. Mm. And, and I Ooh. saw 480 friends in 480 days and drove 45,000 miles around the country. 
And I am, that sounds so cool. <laughs> and I am trying to write a musical about that. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so, okay. Well, let me know. I'm there. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> or you can be in it. We'll see. That'd be okay, fun. I'll, I got to go to an improv class <laughs> to get ready. <laughs> and a music class. I got to brush up. A oh, no. I've heard you too. You're fabulous. <laughs> You're kind. <laughs> I tell it like it is. I appreciate it. Um, wow, I'm sad I missed researching that. Yeah. Because that's now like my brain is like, yeah, just exploded. Yeah, there's a lot to, yeah, there's yeah. A lot to say there. That's incredible. But it was a, it was the best thing I've ever done. And yeah. um, That's amazing. Right. So that song that you heard will potentially end up in it. Mm. Um, but yes, that the, the context of that was maybe writing a musical about aliens, which mm. maybe I'll do someday. I don't know. But yeah. hey, that would be great too. <laughs> Well, but I think this has a little bit, has a few more legs. Um, though maybe, I mean, aliens probably have lots of legs too. Who knows? Yeah, or maybe they they're might. not legs, they're appendages. I don't know. We can't say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Okay. I I have some reading to do. Cause <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Um, the blog was just a lot of like word vomit, honestly. Yeah. I, uh, yeah I didn't believe in editing back then. I didn't believe a, a good writer should have to I edit. Mean, look who you're talking to. This guy who <laughs> does it trip a lot from podcasts. So Fair, which is yeah. slightly terrifying. Eh, but, that's, <laughs> that's, but that's what keeps it interesting. For sure. In my opinion. You know, that's why we're here to learn about you. And I don't want to take away any of that You know, when I edit. Because, you know, the show is for the guests. Not for me. Like, eh, you know, it's about the people who are in that chair. And tonight, that's you. So. Well. For better, for worse. For better. For better, yeah. Yeah. No, but you do such a good job of, of drawing things out of people. Thank I you. did love Becca's podcast, though, because she got you to talk about yourself. Oh, lot, yeah. And I did love that. I did I did, I did. I did an episode where I interviewed myself that exists. Oh, okay. I, See, I haven't listened yeah. to I I start with the people I know. So, or I, that I, yeah. I did that just because, well, it was around the holidays and I didn't have anyone booked. So it was like, it's You're like, I here we go. Yeah, I was Me, like, myself, and what? I. Well, I mean, it could be your multiple personalities What's, or your character, you know, different characters that's that how you I did. did. It. Oh, there you go. I, okay. So when I, because, you know, I filmed idea. it. I, sat in both chairs and edited it together so it's like seamless like and i put on glasses for one and took them off for the other so i did do that because I, I kind of love that i wanted so to have much. fun with it if i was going to be in here you know recording by myself for an hour and a half you gotta whatever, make it like, fun yeah i love it like it was a it was a check late, it out friend late you December gotta check night. it out i love it <laughs> the video the video really plays i think because it's me and then other me <laughs> no i get the like yeah. i think clark kent and superman kind of messed us all up with the glasses yeah. thing because yeah. Like, and as someone, I had glasses. My first day with glasses was my first day of kindergarten. Mm. Um, and so, the, and I wasn't allowed to get contacts until eighth grade. Mm. Um, and so I would do this thing <laughs> where if I saw someone from elementary school mm. later in life, when oh. I, I would like point at myself and I'd like, yeah. it's me, it's Anne, because I didn't think they'd recognize yeah, me. Yeah, because you didn't have your glasses. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because clearly nobody yeah. recognized Superman. <laughs> As Clark I mean, Kent, they didn't. It, it really you know? worked. Yeah. yeah. So so, but it it's a yeah. I it's an alter ego of yeah. sorts. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's not not many people see that look. I do wear them just only in certain contexts. So I know. I'm curious. It's a rare look, mostly just driving. Like tonight when I drive home, I'm gonna need them. I want to be able to read the signs and we support differentiate the cars. Yeah. You know, things like that. Yeah. It's so, more for everyone else's safety. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We definitely yeah. support that choice. Yeah. Yeah. So they, those are my nighttime classes, yeah. basically. Smart move. Smart move. 
But uh, I guess they've been on a podcast, so they're not. It's not very hidden. Well, you got it, but yeah. again, you had to mix it up. You had I, to show the distinction. Yeah, between to, Michael one and Michael two. I didn't want to confuse the audience. That's right. Is this the same guy? Right. Yeah. What's happening here? Is he talking to himself? You're like, no, it's other me. It's me. Yeah. It's it was, Michael. <laughs> You're like, oh, sorry, I confuse you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't have a twin. Uh, oh dear. Oh, dear. Point at myself. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So where, oh yeah. So I asked, what do you think has been the impact oh. of improv on your life? Is that the question? Yeah. Well, cause you told me about the musical yes. that you're working on. I think cause I mentioned musicals and then you were like, yo, I got to tell you this. No, cause I didn't actual music. I didn't yes. do my research as thoroughly. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. I, I support, should've. I support your previous appointment. Um, I would say for, most fundamentally, hmm. it's gotten me out of my head. Hmm. Um, and I am a thinker. I'm a nerd. I'm an overthinker. Um, and and it gets me more into the present moment. Hmm. And, um, and, and it's gotten me more okay with failure or what feels like failure. Um, if I feel like I've had a bad night in class, I get over it a lot more quickly now. Um, and, and I just come to accept the ebbs and flows of, of creativity and performance. And, um, I would not be the same person without the community I found, um, in the people here. Um, I'm just so grateful. I don't know. There's something that feels really sacred about what happens here. Mm. Um, and because it's a place where people can come and be themselves yeah. and, and, and fail together and, um, you know, succeed together and laugh. Um, and yeah, be silly and, um, poignant and, um, yeah, I think, yeah, the conversations I've had with people after class in social situations um, have really mattered a lot in my life. Um, and it's just fun to have a place to come and laugh, mm. like a lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot. And, um, right, to whether it's the shows or class um, and... Yeah, and it's shown me things inside of myself creatively um, that I didn't know were there. I didn't know were possible that I didn't. And so then it makes me wonder, oh, what else is there? What else yeah. is possible? Um, which is fun to explore. Um, so I, yeah, and I'm just so grateful for how intentionally accessible um these classes are to people and um, yeah, into the community that I found here. Well said, well said part that, I mean, you just said that thing about, yeah, comfort or like the ability to like accept failure. Right. So that's one I am always I've talked about before, but yeah, that's, I'm always still working on that. And like you said, like, Oh, if I have a rough class, like, being able to move past that or a rough scene or whatever that is. And like I can think of times where I was driving home for like one night and be like, Oh man, this was not, this was not it tonight. But, all right. So many things, so much richness from this place and 
from improv that you know you've I think drawn from it, which is really amazing. Well, and from from listening to your other episodes and things other people have said, like mm-hmm. I I am an empath mm-hmm. <laughs> by nature, yeah. but to to hear that other people like people are learning empathy like there's a place Mm -hmm. that you can go and learn to be empathic like on the planet like (laughs) let's do more of that please i think we need it everywhere everyone you know um so that's an incredible like that's incredible let's bottle it up and figure out how to get it out there because help some people right and and help each other help people beyond here help yeah yeah, so important. Yeah. So, I've always thought of well, not all. I've not. I have not always thought this, but as I've gotten older, I guess I've thought this. Like mentioning empathy, like I guess with acting and improv too. When it's like that old lesson from uh, what is it, To Kill a Mockingbird, like walking a mile in another man's shoes. But that similar thing of like when you're playing a character, you're taking on a perspective different from your own. You know, there may be some similarities, and you pull from yourself to play that character. But at the end of the day, it's an opportunity to see someone else's perspective too. And that as your character influences all your choices, but like that's like you said, empathy, it's understanding of someone else, someone different than yourself, which is a beyond crucial skill to have uh, and something that we're very much lacking in globally. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this art form and it's kind of cousins in art, acting, improv, these different things like is a great way to learn that. And without even realizing it, you learn it, I think. Whether you're playing a wacky character who's like, no, I, I throw spoons at people because, you know, this is like, that's understanding a perspective different than your own, even if it's totally ridiculous. Like, I mean, I do throw spoons at people, but. Well, as you should. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, some people deserve it. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's, there's not many places that gets taught, I don't think. I can't think of any right now. Right. You can't like go yeah. sign up for empathy lessons somewhere. Yeah. But like. Probably some people would like to. Yeah. Or they recognize it like, hey, <laughs> Or like it should be court ordered yeah. or something, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it should be court ordered. Also true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to like corporate. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Can you imagine like what would have happened at the strikes if mm. the corporate CEOs had empathy lessons? Yeah. The guy who just got the $20 million bonus. Oh, I see. I yeah. 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 Right. Like. What could the world be like? Yeah, in so many scenarios, like I'm basically thinking of scenarios with like large power dynamics, like this person and this person, right? And like you know, not that they might. Not, I'm saying not I'm getting all tripped up, but not. See, I can't even speak. I'm just like so. Those people at the top may have some empathy, but maybe sure. they're not, or just got a little lost along the way, you know. And sometimes people at the bottom too. You know, everybody, right? Well, and that makes me think of, we, we do the status exercises in class, right? And, um, I don't know. I, and something I have to work on in my scenes a lot is I try to make it better for everybody because I also do that in life. Yeah. Recovering people pleaser, um, and perfectionist. Mm. Lovely combo. Um, but you know, I think of, like, yeah, if I were to go in an interview situation, yeah. like if I were to put on some high status before I did that, some, you know, and like, and that would be a, a really great tool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, which I probably should have done that in my last interview. Maybe I would have gotten the job, but it's okay. Yeah. That's tough in an interview though, yeah. because it's like, you're the one who needs something coming yeah, in. That's true. You're like, oh, 
please give me this job. Like, right. Or, or right. Yeah. Or if there's like a conflict with a coworker or something, or, yeah. you know, whatever it is, like that's something I can put on. Yeah. Um, right. Or if I'm in a conflict with a roommate or something like, okay, maybe I need to adopt a more lower status in this and, and, or just, you know, and listen a little bit better or, um, right. Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. Y'all uh, come do some improv, learn some empathy. Okay. Right. And then take it home and teach it to other people at home, <laughs> please. And beyond. Yes. And, and maybe we can fix some things. Yeah. Maybe. Just a few, just the whole world, you know, you got to hope small ambitions here yeah, yeah. in Anna with the funny last names yeah. podcast, small changes, big impact. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's the idea. There we go. I yeah. like it. I yeah. like it. But empathy spread over a wide group folks we, 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 and there can be like dance moves that yeah. Yeah. yeah like the wave yeah. <laughs> everyone does a small movement but together big do you know the two best places best places to do the wave uh, the michigan stadium michigan stadium i don't is know what one. it's called it's, it's called michigan stadium oh, so okay, good job because <laughs> they do it it's so yeah. fun they do it like slow-mo oh. and they do it really fast oh, and then they pass it two ways yeah. The second best place, mm. Rose Bowl. Ah, so especially when there's Michigan fans there, because then yeah. they do the Michigan. Then they're wave. like, "Oh, guys, we got this. Yeah, we got this. Yeah, we exactly. got this." So, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. But you know, hundred get a hundred thousand over a hundred thousand people somewhere. Yeah, that's got to be what that Michigan stadium is one probably one of the biggest ones. It is in the U.S. I'm sure. Yeah, someone built one bigger, and then we built it bigger than yeah. This year. It's like, hey, all right, everyone, leaders and best, baby. Yep, <laughs> and go blue. There it is. Wolverines. <laughs> <laughs> Right, they're very fierce, which are oh yeah, could be Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I no, I got yeah. you. I got you. <laughs> I'm dead and wasn't born under. We've probably there. seen it all, all the like Wolverine comparisons. I'm sure. Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, you're you're an alum. I'm yeah. I'm a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Loosely knows about the school. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Doing good. Hey, you yeah. knew you knew the Tom Brady era. That's so true. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, there's. There was a brief time in my life where I wanted to go there. It didn't work out, but there was a time I was like, yo, this U of M. It's, uh, this yeah. Place. yeah. We do the block M quite well. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, and it's funny because the University of Missouri mm. also has a block M, oh. which there was a whole thing going around because M- Mizzou is what it's nicknamed, played Ohio State in a bowl game. Mm. Uh, so there were jokes that Ohio State, our big rival, was going to have a block M that they were facing. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time I go home to, to St. Louis, I'll see the block M and like my reaction, my like guttural reaction, my improv, not thinking reaction. Yeah. Every time I see Michigan gear mm. is when I, is that I go blue someone Yeah, and it's a verb. I go blue them. I, you know, I just yeah. like, I have been driving down Hollywood Boulevard, yeah. seen someone in Michigan gear. I roll down the window and yeah. I scream out the window, go blue. Yeah, um, I love that. But I just, I just can't help myself. Yeah. However, in Missouri, it's not a Michigan M. It's a Mizzou M. So I have to like check myself. Wait. A couple, yeah. Be like, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, if, if that's the worst thing I'm going to do is like accidentally go blue someone. Yeah. It's okay. As a sports thing to say, there are a lot of other uh, <laughs> sports fans can say a lot of bad things. So, you know, that's like generally like, I'm just cheering for my team yeah. passionately. The hockey fan, the the Michigan hockey cheers are pretty. Oh, uh, yeah. Hockey, hockey's a rough the sport. Hockey, There's, yeah. They're still fighting in hockey. You yeah. Know? The so. nicest thing they call someone is a chump. Hmm. And that starts the cheer. Everything's downhill from there. <laughs> uh, I can yeah. only imagine. 
Only imagine. Because those are like, you know, if yeah. you're a Michigan hockey player, chances are you probably grew up somewhere north of Michigan. Yeah. You know, north Only of Ann Arbor, which means it's just really cold. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, so you yeah. got it, you know, you got it, you're grizzled by that. Oh yeah. Hockey players too. I mean, hockey is, I, I think physically still that that's, I mean, football too, but yeah, I don't know. Hockey, you're on, you're also on ice. So that's right. Well, and yeah. there's a threat of like, you know, yeah, the blades. Yeah. You got knives on your feet. Yeah. Football, you do not have knives on your feet. No. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah I was born after a hockey game. So there you go. yeah. My parents like went, my mom came home, took a bath. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like I'm genetically predisposed to like like yeah. hockey. Wow, there it is. Yeah, it's in your history. <laughs> yes, amazing. amazing. The Blues, though, got to be the St. Louis Blues. I didn't. I didn't know the St. Louis hockey team. <laughs> St. Louis Blues. I don't know hockey that well. I don't know. It's okay. It's uh, Anaheim Ducks. Uh, Chris Pronger, who was one of my crushes in high school, who was a six foot four uh, defenseman, mm. eventually came to the Anaheim Ducks. There you go. Yeah. I think they're kind of a joke of a team, I think. So. Probably now, yeah. Yeah, I think they're, they're not so hot these days. It's okay. Who's good? I don't know who's good. I don't uh, even know. Boston always, Bruins are good. That's all I know. Are this season or yeah. just in general? I think in general. Okay. Boston teams. Oh, yeah. And the Red Wings. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Detroit. Yeah. But Blackhawks. Oh, yeah. Chicago. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, see? You know. Yeah. I know a few. I know yeah. a few. St. Louis I always Blues. say that, okay, yeah. yes, yes. So it's like the song. Oh, but also right. the team. Ah. There, the the logo is a blue note, which would be like, I don't know, it's like a hundred and twenty eighth note or something oh stupid. Gosh, it has yeah. way too many way flags does, on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it's not an eighth. It's not a sixteenth. <laughs> it's way too many. They got real creative with so, it. They did. <laughs> yes, but yeah. So I and I just always say I'm, I always say I'm a fan, not a follower. Mm. Like I couldn't tell you who any players on any of my teams are right yeah. now, but like I'm always going to cheer for them. You yeah. Know? So there you go. I couldn't name too many hockey players. I, I yeah, never mind. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> so I, and just, so after I came off a true crime show I worked on last summer, mm. I started working in live sports because uh, if the Olympics, right. when the Olympics come to LA in 2028, I'm oh. like, I love the Olympics. I'd love to work the Olympics. Yeah, so I need gig. some live sports experience. Yeah. So I did two weeks of Monday Night Football when I did the Chargers versus the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, I did uh, the USC versus UCLA game. Mm. Um, I did, Caleb Williams. um, hmm? Caleb Williams. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was on the field. There I don't you know. know. <laughs> you were there. He was probably there too. You shared the field. Uh, <laughs> something. Um, and then I worked the NBA in season tournament, which was the, Whoa, like, yeah, um, Vegas. I, yeah. yeah. So I, I it was the first time there'd ever been one. Mm. Uh, I made a sand, a tuna fish sandwich for Dr. J for Dr. Julius Irving. Um, that was really fun. Yeah. Uh, I was like literal inches from Shaq, who is a ginormous human. He was yeah. like shaking hands with a security guard I was talking to. Yeah. Um, but St. Louis didn't have an NBA team when I was growing mm. up. But I remember when I was like seven or eight years old going to a game where they it was like, let's show the NBA that St. Louis wants a team. Yeah, so we need ready. to cheer really loud. And so I was just like, what? And then we never got a team. And so I like was like, I just I didn't cheer loud enough. Like, I, like, blamed myself for, like, a really long time. you got to let it go in. I, it's not yes. your fault. Thank you. So, but, so when I went to Michigan, mm. uh, the Pistons were good then. Because it was, oh, like, Ben right. Wallace and Ch- my, one of my favorite all-time names, Chauncey Billups. 
That's a great name. Great. That's a great. That, that's a great athlete name. Yes. Yeah. Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups. <laughs> it's fun to say like that. Um, but yeah, so the Pistons were good then. So then I kind of cheer for the Pistons. Yeah. But then like the so the the tournament was like the Bucks, the Pelicans, mm-hmm. um, the Pacers, and the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And then the final was the Pacers and the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, I guess I could probably cheer for the Lakers. Yeah. You know, but LA. you're Clippers though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have a friend who works for the Lakers too. And he, uh, he gave me an in-season tournament champions t-shirt. Oh God. I have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, my he God. Gave, he's a, he's like a, uh, maybe I shouldn't say he works for the Lakers. Got it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Well, yeah. and there was a moment cause we were like, you know, just in the bowels of yeah. this, of the T-Mobile arena in oh, Vegas. Right. And like at one point, these two identical giants come walking toward me. And it turns yeah. out they're these twin brothers that play for the Bucks. Oh, um, Giannis and uh, Thanasis. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I know they're brothers. I don't know if they're twins, but they're both. I mean, or maybe it's, yeah, my, I don't know. They yeah. were huge. Um, and it was, I mean, it was like everywhere. There were yeah. just huge humans. And you're like, oh, right. they come this big. Like, yeah. <laughs> make them this large you don't see people that tall every day you really don't no but they're they're all playing basketball that's (laughs) though actually a trombone at the university of michigan carl carl poposki was in my brother's wedding party he's six foot nine and plays the trombone and anytime he asks he gets asked if he plays basketball he says no do you play mini golf Um, (laughs) so yeah he's probably gotten that a lot yes he has he's he's a large dude but and very kind. I adore him. I have lots of like adopted big brothers. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, but a lot of times in those scenarios, I'm in charge of like snacks and making sure the snacks are stocked and that the snacks are in all the different places in all the different rooms where they need to be. Yeah. Um, and as a result, like, cause blood sugar matters and snacks yeah. matter and people do better when they have snacks. And, yeah. um, so then I get to know people. And so then <laughs> the Laker girls, the dancers, like anytime I'd enter the room, they'd scream. <laughs> oh, that's fun. It's like that greeting. Yeah. It was. So, yeah. so I'm like, I'm like, I'm mostly straight, but like, man, I would just get the giggles every time. <laughs> like, like, stop. Hey. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, so they, um, they ended up, they left me like a little signed photo at the end of the oh, whole thing. And they're kind. like, thanks yeah. for everything. Ann. Oh. So, yeah. My buddy. So now I'm like, well, now I have to like try to find a way to go see my new friends again. Yeah. Like I should go to a game and, yeah, you know, out there. and then start throwing snacks at them forever. Yeah. I'm at the like, I'm back. And this exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> I'll be like, eh. I got more for you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really nice. Yeah. It was fun. It yeah. was fun. And like my boss was like, cause I do like, especially when we were there for like a week. Yeah. And I don't know. And the most important people are like the people cleaning out the trash, the people putting out the food, you know? And so I got to know people and yeah, my boss was like, and do you know everyone in the stadium? And I was like, uh, maybe like pretty close. (laughs) Kind of. I'm trying to hunt down still. (laughs) So anyway, it's a fun time. Oh man. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And I think, like you said, important to get to know everyone who's like really making it happen. It's like puts puts the whole venue in the place so that it's ready for the players, right? It's like those are the folks. Like without them, just, there would be no tournament, right? Well, and I think it was Life's Little Instruction Book had a thing that was like, imagine if you didn't do your job for thirty days. Now imagine if a garbage collector didn't do their job for thirty days. Chaos. Whose job is more important? Mm-hmm. And I just 
Yeah. It's the people who are on the theoretical bottom mm. who are actually the most important always. Yeah. And, um, you know, secretaries and janitors run the world cause they have the keys. They have the access to the schedules. Um, yeah. And so they're the most important people. Yeah. They keep places in a condition where you want to come back to them. <laughs> yeah. And they control that. Yeah. yeah. And they have the most thankless jobs a lot of times. Yeah. Um, and so treating, yeah, the, the people with the thankless jobs, like they're most important can, if nothing else, it makes one person's day a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. So I try to do that one person at a time. <laughs> I think it's a good philosophy. Plus thing about, well, I know there's been garbage strikes in like New York city before. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's most just, important job. <laughs> most important job. Yeah. That's a very powerful way to be remind people be like, Hey, this could get nasty really quick. Yeah. Just remember us. Yeah. And pay them well. Please. Yeah. It benefits all of humanity. Yeah. 100%. 100%. All right, Anne. I got one more question for you. Oh, gosh. Then we're going to do some improv. Oh, that's right. That's why we're here. I forgot. Yes. Uh, me too. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, we've done a little bit of whispering. Yeah. Some good uh, little bits here and there. I know. It's all about Ava. We're yeah. whispering about Ava. Ava. She's coming. She's Okay. Right. So the last question. The last question. I said Ava told me to ask you this. <laughs> That's not true. Okay. Um, uh, looking ahead to 2024, I think you and I kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but circle back. Uh, maybe off air. Um, in improv, in your creative work, are there any like, not even necessarily goals, but like tasks? Things you're hoping to accomplish or things you're like, I want to try this this year. I appreciate your re- The G word is a bad word in my world. I hate the G word, which my roommate is a, a, a coach. Um, mm. And so when I first told her that it looked like I was killing puppies or something, or she just like shrank and shriveled, poor thing. Yeah. So yes, um, one of my, and it was actually a goal. I can actually own that of coming into this year was to be in a show. Mm. And uh, I was just asked last night. So I'm going to be in a show February 16th. Yep. Go in. So, and with the funny last name. Whoop, whoop. Improv show near you. <laughs> so, yeah, so it'll be my first show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and yeah, I'd love to do more. So that, because um, I think I do like performing. Yeah. Um, I, you know, ever okay. since those narrator in the school play days. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think there's, there's some, and what's hard is that the things, the parts of improv that are in shows clap-ins especially are something I struggle with. And so mm. I'm curious, I'm just curious to see like if it's different um, when it's put in front of people. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a way that your brain's got to click. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of times, whether it's just, you know, fatigue from the day or from two out and a half hours of class, or uh, I think it's something I'm getting better at, but it's something I, I still want to, keep working on and, mm. and perhaps the show is a good way to try that out. Um, and I think otherwise I'd love to, um, since I've restarted careers in the television industry, um, I've been at one level and I'd love to make it to the next level, um, of a higher position. Um, yeah. And I think, um, I'm doing like, I'd love to do more of the workshops. Like I'm doing the drama prov yeah. um, that's coming up. I hear there's like a sketch writing class or something. 
There is. It's what? so exclusive. <laughs> oh. That it, um, that's, uh, there will be uh, some planning for that in the near future. Lovely. I, I did do, we had three. one month of musical improv in yes, August, which I've was yeah. incredible. I was supposed to leave town for work and I like made things so I could take a red eye so that I could be here for class Wow! because it yeah. was such a magical class and I'd yeah. love to be able to do more of that. Yeah. Um, and I want to take that class. Too. It's yeah, yes, good things. you yeah. would be. Yeah, it's it would be so right up your alley. It is. It's super fun. Um, and it was just a, it was a mix of people from lots of different classes, yeah, too, which, which is, is really fun. fun. It's like a shuffle. Yeah. And and the talent of of Branson, the guy who is like the accompanist oh. is just it's just such a special talent. Those um, people who can do that, like play along, like the musicians for impro- like improvised musicals are insane. Uh, that's like, you don't even realize it. You're like, most people can't do that. No, no. And Lauren yeah. was such a great teacher. And yeah. So, yeah. So I hope for more of that. Um, yeah, I would love to do Jamie's Clown mm-hmm. Workshop. I've heard great things about that. Um, so, yeah, I think just um, expanding and growing. And, yeah. and I would love to, I did get a few snippets for a, a little bit of a song the other day so write it that felt I, I did do some time at the piano and sit down with that so um yeah so hopefully some more um fleshing out of of the musical <laughs> um yeah so we'll see those all sound like incredible things like you said expanding horizons because you're like i'm here at ivtp i've been taking these classes but you're going to sneak in some other opportunities as well which i think is Part of the fun of being here. I'm glad those offerings are available. Uh, hopefully sketch as well soon. Because, uh, yeah, I miss doing that. So I want to bring it back to you. Cause it's, it's a ton of fun. A lot of work, a ton of fun. We'll leave it at that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you got the right approach, the right mindset. You know, like, These are things I want to do. Going to make them happen. And kicking the year off with a show pretty soon, that's a great way to do it and see what else happens from there. So I'm excited for you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Me too. You ready to do some improv? Let's do it. All clap-ins. Oh, no, shit. No. No, zero, exactly zero clap-ins. Beautiful. Um, all right. So now we, we got, I got an explicit rating, unless you want to edit that out. That, honestly, they're all rated explicit. Oh. I found, just in case. Yeah, like the show is just. Oh, I would have talked a whole lot differently oh, if I'd known that. No, actually. Yeah. I'm surprised. Normally, I yeah. do talk like a sailor a lot. Um, and so I'm a little surprised. But hey, here we are. Here we are. Took well, me that long. I don't even know how long. It's been a while. But it's been, we're doing great. Great. We're doing great. All right. So we've got three games uh, we're going to be playing tonight. Uh, this first one, uh, I'm going to change it up a little bit because now that I'm reading this back, I don't like it or I don't understand it. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm like, why did I pick this? Um, sometimes we make choices that we don't like later, and that's life. Um, so this game we're going to play. It's a safe place for failure. Exactly. Michael. We're at yeah. IFTP. If not here, then where? Exactly. Mm. So in this game, uh, let's call it uh, the one-upping game. Oh. I love this game. <laughs> maybe you do, maybe you don't. But uh, too bad we're playing it. Uh, so, Anne, you and I are going to be planning an event. Um, let's see. And the type of event that we're going to be planning is ooh, we're going to be planning a rock concert. <laughs> you and I are planning a rock concert. For Veiled Prophet? We'll see. Okay. We'll see. I mean, hopefully. Uh, and in this game, we're just going to try and one-up each other as we plan this event. Okay. For uh, 
for the rock concert. Okay. Rock concert. And uh, I'll have you go ahead and start. I'll black us out when we're done. Okay. No need to be confused, Roger. The band is on their way. They're bringing 47 amps. Yes, you're right. You're right. No, I'm I, I'm not I'm not confused, Diesel. I'm just uh well, I'm just stressed because I uh, to to play with the band, you know, I I call in a few favors and I actually have a uh, Kiss is coming in to play with uh, Veiled Prophets, like in a, a surprise cameo, and I'm just, <sighs> I'm nervous about them showing up. You know, it's going to be a huge deal. 47 amps, Veiled Prophets, Kiss. Kiss. Well, I did, uh, you know, yeah, Kiss is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. you know, oh, God, I work, I get our tongues ready. Yeah, like, ah, ah, ah. And then, like, we're good. we got to buy all the, the, the black and white makeup yes, from everywhere. Exactly, yeah. But, you know, I did. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Yeah. So huge, in fact. Yeah, it's going to be big for me that I was able to get Kiss here. You know, no biggie. But, you know, who who called me? Uh, the King of England. He's, King of England. He's gonna come. He apparently is a closeted hard rock fan. Oh my god! And so he's gonna come and he's gonna cheer. And wow. you know, so we got the special box for him. But you know, because I was huh. able to 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 secure the special spot. Spot. Oh my goodness! So it's a little bit important that it's a good show. So I'm glad that you got yeah, kissed because you know the King is coming. That's incredible. I mean, the yeah. king of England. I mean, Charles. Charles. Wow. Chaz. Ah, first name basis. Chaz. Well, that's that's pretty the nice. Buds, you know. I mean, yeah, would you say it to his face? <laughs> uh, uh, Diesel. I. I mean, that's great that uh, the king is coming. I mean, I imagine he's probably coming because he he may have heard that Kiss would be here thanks to me. But uh, there's actually another VIP guest that we have coming. And um, who is that? You know. There may be a lot of uh, controversy around this guest, but uh, I think it's—I think Diesel. No press is bad press, am I right? I mean, it depends, Roger. I uh, actually got uh, Kim Jong Un. <laughs> yeah, he's—he's he's a fan of Kiss, big fan, and uh, Kiss was not willing to make a trip out to North Korea. Understandably. So I spoke to Kim, and uh, he said he'd like That's to come That's his in. last name. Do you not know anything about the Korean culture? Oh, <laughs> uh, look, Diesel, I'm not a details person. I make big moves, and uh, I don't let my ignorance get in the way of my planning abilities. <laughs> What what's so funny, Roger? I don't understand. I'm just uh, sometimes I laugh when I get frustrated. Oh, I see. Because that's, that's smart. I, I feel, understand. I feel as my uh, planning contributions have been better than yours. Oh. Well, <laughs> I mean, maybe a little. No, actually, well, see, but there's so there's gonna be protesters then if Kim Jong Un is coming. As you say, he's coming. I mean, I have a little bit yet to believe it because, he, like, he, he RSVP'd on Google Calendar, so that. Do they even have Google Calendar in North Korea? He does. 
Because he just like runs the show with them. Yeah, he's got different internet. Just for him. Yeah. Isn't that special? It's very special. So, but you know, the king, he's for real coming. Oh, he's for real coming. And, you know, Charles, we don't need any other. We don't even need to know his last name. We don't. Or his first. I mean, we know his first name. But anyway. So, but there's going to be protests. Mm. And so I have a feeling that because you're such a good planner, you're going to have to be out there dealing with the protests. Which, you know what? That means I'm going to have my own private concert with the king in his box. While you're, so, like, kiss, though, while you work so hard, you're so good at planning. And so you're just going to have to figure out what to do with all these protesters that are going to come for your special guest. And so, and then he's probably going to have to leave. And so then it's going to be Veiled Prophet and Kiss and the 47 Amps and King Charles and me. Private concert. Oh, Diesel. Oh, how, uh, how you think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am. Oh, well, yes, you think you are. Yes, we can agree on that, that you think you're right. But uh, No, I just am. I have, uh, I have actually got a... I anticipated these protesters showing up because I realized the... Uh, Controversy uh, surrounding uh, Kim Jong Un. Uh, you know, I intend to uh, kill the protesters with kindness. I-, I made you nervous there for a second when I said kill. I imagine I kill them with yeah. kindness. Oh, I'm going to invite them into the concert and allow the power of rock and roll music to unite the crowd. You know, they're going to be jamming out. Singing along, kiss, I want to rock and roll all night. We're going to have t-shirt cannons, free popcorn. I'm going to win these protesters over. They're going to see the production value of this event that we've planned, that I've led on the planning for, really be blown, blown away. But production value at what cost? Who's going to pay for these t-shirts and this popcorn and all this stuff? I mean, you got to think about that. However... Uh, I already called the fire marshal who's going to be there because, you know, he and I go way back. It's it's an East Coast thing, okay? And, uh, you know, those firemen, I get along with them real well. I'm just saying. They just, uh, they like a little redhead. What can I say? But uh, he's going to be there. And it sounds like these protesters, because the concert's already sold out, you're going to be breaking fire code. And so they're going to kick you out anyway. So... Pretty sure it's gonna be my private concert again. <laughs> diesel, diesel, diesel. Roger, Roger, Roger. Have you no faith? I have Look. tons of faith in my people. Look, I may not be from the least coast, but I've got a plan. It's well, I must just say it's least, as in L E A S E D, because so many people are paying rent because they want to live there. That's what I'm saying. You got me there. Thanks. You got me there. Yeah, it's the least. It's it's so many leases. <sighs> so many leases. So many leases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but you were saying. I actually uh, plan to make a phone call. That's rude. We're in a conversation. Well, well no, no, no. This isn't the future. It's a future phone call. I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare disrespect oh, you like that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, before the concert starts, about 30 minutes before the concert starts, I'm going to make a phone call. Call in a fire. That is on the other side of town. 
But here's the trick. No fire. Prank fire. That way no one's getting hurt. Just uh, your own fire marshal might be a little late. West Coast, best coast. Okay, do you know how the fire department works? Similar to how I don't understand uh, Korean culture, <laughs> I do not know how the fire department works. So. Blackout. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I laughed so uh, I made my microphone. <laughs> oh, you got me so bad. You said that, and I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, wait a second. And then I was like, I don't even know. I got so Shout out to Janice Kim, my best friend in high school, Mm. who taught me that Kim is the most common name in Korea. Yeah. And the last name comes first. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't have been here without her. Ugh. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. We're all a little bit racist. (laughs) It's totally fine. Yeah. Well, and actually, ironically, the the East Coast accent, whatever that was, yeah. is something I've been trying to work on, like holding on oh, to for yeah. a long period of time. So she just came out. I didn't know. Diesel. Yeah. That was a great name. That was a better name than Roger, uh, by the way. I, I like Roger. That. I think I'm a Roger. <laughs> I'm a Roger. <laughs> oh, man. That was good. That was good. Uh, all right. Thank you, Anne, for that. That, uh, that concert, that will be an experience. I think the King will have a good time. Yeah. And then um, King Charles. I'm not sure about everyone else, (laughs) but the king is going to have a great experience. For sure. No matter what happens. Yes. Charles has been guaranteed a good time. 100%. All right. uh, For this next game, uh, this game is called Unknown Expert. Uh, You're going to be an expert in a particular category, but you're not going to know what it is. Okay. I'm going to be prying you with questions about it. Okay. And uh, you're going to try and figure it out. Oh, I love it. So it's like I hit it. It's almost like guessing a word, but it's like a whole topic. Yeah. It's a whole topic. So your game show training. Yeah, and in the process, I'm yeah. explaining this thing I don't know a lot about. Yeah. Or, okay, awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to act as both host and a, a question asker. Your multiple personalities I, are back. I am. Yes, I'm back. Well, but where are your glasses? Do you have them? They're in the car, unfortunately. Oh, darn it. They're not here. Okay. They're not with us. I might get confused then. Okay. I'll do my best. I'll, I will also do my best. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Ask the Expert. We're joined by a very special guest today. We're joined by... Dr. Least, as in L-E-A-S-E-D, not to be confused with the other word, Least, because this doctor is far from it. Dr. Least, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, How are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. Thank you, George. You can just call me Lara. All right, Lara. Lara or Laura? I apologize. Oh, thank you. Lara is fine. Lara. All right. All right. Well, uh, thank you for coming on, Lara. We've got, you know... I've gotten tons of submissions on Twitter for questions for you because, of course, your, your field is such a fascinating one. And, uh, you know, people are dying to know. And I, George, representing the people of the Internet, uh, am here to ask you tonight just to learn more. So tell me, um, have you always been interested in digging? Oh, 100%. I like digging into people's lives. I like digging mm. into the dirt to help me learn about people's lives. Mm. I I am just a very curious person and I don't turn away until I get answers. Mm. Wow. Yes, yes. It's such a so persistent. I mean that's that's an important part of the profession I imagine of of uh, kind of uh, designing these things. Um so with 
with your digging, do you like to make maybe just like deep circles or do you do like different shapes, you know, maybe more like a figure eight or, you know, things like that? I mean, uh, I, I have been inspired by the crop circles of the late eighties and early nineties. Um, that was such a mystery, uh, that I, I really enjoyed. Uh, I do my most complex dig was, uh, a full, uh, well, the top was cut off, so it wasn't full, but a dodecahedron. Wow. Dodecahedron, um, Yes, a 12-sided three-dimensional figure for those at home who are not familiar with uh, that shape. Thank you. Uh, but yes, so... I wasn't uh, familiar with that yes, shape. Yes, you're so welcome. Uh, a geometry is a, is, a, is a wonderful part of this profession. Um, and, and yes, so I, I look to crop circles. I look to figure skaters and the, the etchings that they make on the ice mm. to, to help to uh, create these shapes in the earth. Mm. Amazing, amazing. I love how you draw on so many sources of inspiration for your work. I mean, looking outside your own field and pulling from other places is part of what makes your designs truly stand out. Uh, Now, a Twitter user was wondering, um, this is all they wrote. I'm going to read it verbatim. Uh, They said, heated or unheated? Oh, that is... A very interesting question, and um, it depends. But recently, in the past few weeks, 100% heated. Heated. Mm. Um, I do enjoy um, a good ice bath in the backyard pool once in a while, but preferably swimming in a warm heated pool that I have designed as a swimming pool uh, designer and digger has been uh, my preference. Blackout. Wow. That was like, that was a big leap. Cause I feel like I said digging and I was like, Oh, I made this harder. Good oh my job. gosh. No, that was good. Well, no, I was like, well, what's it? I was like heated yeah. and digging yeah. and no, you, you got me there. All right. Yes, <laughs> I was impressed. I was like, I don't know if this will help or hurt. Yeah, that was and good. Then, good. Oh. I mean, a dodecahedron pool would be kind of cool if you uh, think about yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I got it. I want to see some of these pools. Yeah. So well, we got to get someone on this. Yeah. We got to, well, you're a pool expert. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. There we go. Amazing. Amazing. All right, Dan. We got a uh, one more game we're going to be playing okay. tonight. This one, uh, uh, dust off those accents, dust <laughs> off those those voices. Uh, for this game, uh, this game is called 1940s Radio Hour. Oh, and uh, what you and I are going to do, we're just going to improvise for a little bit of a 1940s radio show. Um, whatever elements that may entail, it could be commercials. It sound sounds effects. like it entails that moment from Annie. I O D E N B. Oh yeah. I O D. I mean, that's, I'm just saying that's basically it. That's, <laughs> that's what we're going to be doing. Um, yeah. What am I, am I going to give us? I'm just realizing it's I O D E N T I O dent. I said it wrong, mm. but it's okay. I don't remember. Failure is okay here. It is okay here. Yeah. We've seen that. It's fine. Yeah. We've seen, we've seen a few. I mean, I was redheaded and two when the movie came out mm. and my name is Ann and my family called me Annie. So I, that's, So we're going to play 1940s Radio Hour. Um, I think, do you feel like we need anything? I feel like we could just go. Just kind of see what happens. Anyway, yeah, we can try. Yeah. 
see what happens. Maybe I'll give us Can a, we get a town. Can we get a town? A town. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's ground us. Um, we're going to be in. Should we homage your mom? Should we do Wisconsin? Oh, we should do somewhere in Wisconsin. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Oh, let's do Kenosha, Wisconsin okay. there, eh? All right. That's a bit Canadian, I guess. It's, uh, it's all right. You know, I think we'll find something there. Yeah. All right. Uh, here we go. Okay. 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 <laughs> oh, welcome back to the Cheesehead Hour. Uh, that was some Glenn Miller Orchestra you oh, just heard there. Oh, I do love me some Glenn. Oh, I, I do as well. Uh, you know, it just, I'm in the mood. Oh, I'm going to put in the mood. And then you know what it makes me scream? Yep. And then you know what makes me want to scream? Oh, what do you want to scream? Pennsylvania 6 5,000. Oh, you know, I just love that song. It's so good. That Glenn Miller, I hear they're coming through town soon. You go see them on their uh, national tour of the U- the U.S. of They're going to be at the Kenosha Convention Center. Oh, the, oh I love the Kenosha it's, Convention Center. It's such Center. a great spot. The, the, the acoustics in that gym are just... Better than anything I've ever heard. Well, they absolutely are. So good. Way better than the, the the acoustics at my old high school gym, old Kenosha High, where I played the triangle in the marching band. <gasps> Did you really? I don't think I knew that. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you must have been amazing. I was uh, the only triangle player in Kenosha marching band school history. History? history. I bet. I never heard of that before. I'm sort of a pioneer. Yeah, that's amazing. So, you know, I was at the library in Kenosha, Wisconsin the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, and the ladies, uh, yeah, they're... <laughs> I just needed to, to shake that out a second. I know, we've both been fighting a bug there. Too. Yeah, that's right. It's, <laughs> you know, trying I've to, heard it <clears throat> from, from the... <clears throat> it came in from the East Coast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, Kenosha. You got to be careful. Yeah, you really you do. Wear your scarves and your, your mittens and your... Uh, the ones Put that mentholatum on. The mentholatum. mentholatum. Right on your sternum. The, yeah, exactly. That part. Yeah. <laughs> what is that part? The upper lip. <laughs> oh. well, we could just be transplants at this point oh, because. That, that's true. We I got the transatlantic I'm getting, I'm, accent. I'm getting, <laughs> I think I'm getting it. I think I'm coming down with something. Oh, oh well, we need to take a quick break. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Bum. Bum. I O D E N T I O Dent. Take Iodent so your teeth are bright and shiny. So I O Dent. One day you'll wake up and say, Where my teeth went? <laughs> I O dance. I went a little soprano on that one. Oh, we're back we're after back. a quick word from our sponsors, eh? Uh, thank you to Iodent for sending us over that copy, you know. Yeah, that was such a a, a good a good moment for us, you know? A great moment there. So great. 
Now, uh, Verna, could you read some of the local news headlines we got going on here in Kenosha? I would love to. Yes, Kenosha is having some big events. So apparently, the Jelly Belly Corporation is moving in here, and they're going to have a a factory in Kenosha. So we are going to have all the flavors of of Jelly Bellies. Oh, there's going to be so many great flavors. So many great flavors of... (laughs) So many great flavors of Jelly Bellies. There's going to be buttered popcorn. A jelly bean that tastes like popcorn. Oh, that's got to be crazy. They're going to put big popcorn out of business. I think so. What will Popcorns R Us even do in town you, on Main Street? You watch your back, Orville Redenbacher. Yeah, Orville's really going to have to watch it. So they're going to be moving in on September 18th is when the groundbreaking will be. And the mayor's going to attend the ribbon cutting. And all are invited. <gasps> your alma mater, the Kondosha High School Marching oh. Band is going <gasps> to... And I'm, I'm not sure if they're going to have a triangle player. Oh, I hope not. Yes. And then, oh, oh, old McDowell's farm over on US 23. Oh, just a kitty corner away from our studio. Yeah, they had some troubles with the, the, mm, the cows got out again. Oh, no. And they had some this- troubles. Those cows are always getting out. Those, yeah. Poor those old ca- yeah. Farmer McDonald. Mc, McDowell. McDowell. Yeah, it's okay. You're not looking at the copy. Oh, it's okay. no. So, uh, yeah. So, it's, uh, it's a problem with, uh, yeah, with the... <laughs> oh, what's the problem with there? It's, it's a problem with the, the, the cows that just always get... It's, I think it's their udders. Maybe they're too full. Oh, that sounds like an utter disaster there. Oh, I saw what you did there. That was funny. So, uh, so that's the new, that's all we got. The Jelly Belly Factory and the cows. Big week there in, in Kenosha. Kenosha. It's true. And I just, uh, uh, Kenosha, uh, the, the news is brought to you by the Brought Stop on uh, US 33, where you can get uh, sausage for 22 cents. You know, I love the brat stop. God bless the brat stop. I stop there after every day in the studio with my family. Yeah, what's your... <laughs> what? I think our radio station just moved. It's great. Black <laughs> I, like I feel like we need a redo. No, it's perfect. We stumbled through. Oh my gosh, I couldn't stop talking like this. I don't I know. know what my problem I, was. I started going that way too. I know. Uh, you like know, you brought us, but you kept you kept us just centered. Trying. But we could have just gotten both come down with the ailment. You know, oh, we could have just been. Yeah, there's a great sickness going around. Yeah, yeah. right. Because you know, you know, right. The the Minnesota, you know, yeah, you know, or yeah. the Canadian is like you know, yeah. you know, they're not they're not that far apart. So it's a little bit complicated. Regionally, you know, they're neighbors. Well, I mean, above a certain pay level. Yeah. 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 Uh, Whoops. Sorry to the people of Wisconsin, as Matt would say, (laughs) for our terrible accents. (laughs) 
He did better than I did. Apparently, Sorry. I needed to be from. Sorry, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, we did not honor your mother well. No. Apologies to her as well. But I did actually on the Facebook road trip, mm. I broke down in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Whoa. Which is why I have a fond place in my heart for Kenosha, Wisconsin. And my okay. friend picked me up at the Broad Stop. Oh, brat stop. <laughs> yeah. Did you eat at the brat stop? I did. Oh. I did. Yep. I like brats. Um, yeah. I know. Well, I'm German, so I'm pretty yeah, genetically same. predisposed to yeah. Yeah, see. Because my mom, Wisconsin, brats. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you got some there. brats and some mm-hmm. cheese and yeah. yeah. Killer. Yeah, pretzels Good, yeah. too. Oh, oh no. Oh, uh, well. Pretzels. Yeah, which we start with pretzels, cinnamon rolls, yeah. all the gooey carbs. Yep, good I'm there. stuff. Yeah, savory and sweet. Ah, uh, yes. Get well, now I know what accent to work on next. Yeah, I mean we got we got. <laughs> I think I got the East Coast yeah. down now. Yeah. we've hurdled that, and now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll uh, I'll focus on that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Dialect coach. If I find yeah. a good YouTube video, yep. I'll text yep. it to you. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go team. Um. All right, Ed. Before we conclude tonight's episode, are there any final words you want to leave us with? Uh, be nice to janitors and secretaries. That's rules for life. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know if you were done. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I think I, yeah. I've said a lot, I feel yeah. like. And we've explored parts like of my stuff. memory that I had forgotten and talked a lot about St. Louis and my nerdiness and my age and <laughs> my apparently uh, artistic career. That I didn't even know I had. Yeah. So it's been there the whole time. It's been a, a journey of self discovery all in one short evening. Hmm. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Uh, so thank you to Anne with the funny last name for coming on this week's episode of Improv for the Podcast. As always, we'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, we'll see you next time. Improv for the Podcast was created by Matt Moore and Michael Lee Evans. Edited and produced by Michael Lee Evans. And finally, presented by Improv for the People. Interested in more IFTP? You can visit us at improvforthepeople.com or on our socials, such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Remember, new episodes are released weekly. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.